I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Pat, your hair is so perfectly quaffed Why, today. thank you, milady. I don't have my little fedora. I was wearing a little <laughs> fedora as a bit before the podcast, but uh, I put it back on my action figure. <laughs> did you uh, take a page out of Angel's book today? I did. When doing your hair? Yeah, I was uh, so inspired by the latest episode of Buffy that I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's quaff this hair up, man. Let's make it look good, you know, for the listeners on this audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have video clips. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I get around to editing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's up? What's funny is uh, at one point when we were watching this episode of Buffy, Dave was like, Angel's hair is ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure that will come awesome. up. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So many things of Angel's is good, especially in this episode, but we'll get to that. Oh, oh boy. boy, these episodes are fun. <laughs> yeah. These are real bangers of episodes, oh both of these. We can't say that about every episode. <laughs> That's every kind of our thing. Every episode can't be a banger. <laughs> well, when they're uh, shows like What Lost is Cranking Out, kind of bangers, you know? Mm, and Buffy. Yeah, Buffy's pretty good, too. <laughs> um, you've been picking Buffy over Lost I a know. lot lately. I know. Okay? I have been so, liking Buffy a lot. Guilty. It's just fun. It's a good time. It's yes. Just a fun, fun ride. So a listener asked me today. I I, uh, I came across a listener in the wild, and they what? <laughs> yeah, and they said, uh, "Love the podcast. Love the clips." They said, "So are you actually enjoying Buffy now?" And I was like, "You know what? I kind of am. I never thought yeah. I'd say it." 25 episodes in, I'm kind of uh, enjoying a bit of it. You were enjoying it long before 25 episodes. Okay. Guilty. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think it definitely took you into season two to start really being into it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I liked some of season one, but I did not expect to really start liking the creature of the week. What What is it? Monster of the week? Monster of the week. Yeah. I did not expect to like those as much as I am liking them lately. It's all the yeah. fun characters. Come on, you can't give me Lyle and Tector and expect me not to love them. I know. I would take you them really in as family. So funny. I love those boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. I would not take them in as family because no? they gon' eat you. Nah, that's all right. I'll give them something else to munch on. Get them a blood popsicle or something. I'd be like, here, mm. there you go. Just be cool. Yum. Be cool. I'm going to eat my popcorn. We're going to watch a movie or two, and, you know, we'll do something cool. Like, I'm sure they could teach me about ranch handling or yeah. how to lasso, you know? Lasso? Lasso. We go out in the backyard and lasso some trees, you know? It'd be real fun. Yeah. I don't know. This is the fantasy I'm making hafers? up in my mind for Tector and Lyle to come <laughs> over and hang out. You guys want some gummy bears? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Well, Tector's dead, so we'll just be Lyle. You had to remind me. Gone too soon. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Lyle lives on, though. Don't say that to me, Sammy. Don't say that to me, Lyle. Well, how was your Easter, Pat? My Easter was just swell. Boy, I'm going to get stuck in southern accent mode. You got to get me out. Get me out now. (laughs) (laughs) Get me out of here. Ow, now, brown cow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, my Easter was good. How How was yours? 
Um, good. Yeah. There was no ham involved. No which, ham uh, is always disappointing to what me. What about eggs? Nope, none of those either. No eggs. No. Mm. But we went to uh, we went to Dave's parents' house, and they are they don't you know they've never done ham for Easter. Yeah. I think actually they did it one year for me because they were like, oh, we've never done that before. Let's try a ham. Ham for the special lady. Yeah, and then this year <laughs> it's because they you're had... a real ham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, ham for a ham. Sam, I am green eggs and ham. <laughs> Sam, I ham. <laughs> um, but yeah, this year they had lamb, <laughs> and they know that I don't eat lamb, so Dave's dad made me a steak instead. Oh which wow, was very sweet. Special steak for the lady. I know. No I lamb like, I am. Oh, you guys. I was like, my dad wouldn't have done this. He would have been like, bring your own damn steak. <laughs> He'd been like, I uh, got Raisin Bran in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. Good time. Did you guys, did you do like an Easter egg hunt for your kids and sure stuff? Sure did. We did two Easter egg hunts. We did one here at the house. Then we went over wow, we. to the grandparents' house and we did another one outside. That's fun. Lots of Easter egg hunts. Yeah, I know. I get just as excited for the Easter egg hunts as my kids do. Yeah. Yeah, they're so fun. Do you like keep track of where they all go so you make I, sure they get them all? I try to, but you know my brain and how it's yeah. basically mush, you know? Yeah. So I totally forget. I remember one year, I think it was like raining really bad or something. The weather was bad and we we did our Easter egg hunt inside. Yeah. Like years later, we <laughs> found eggs. an Easter egg <laughs> like in in like the back of of like my dad's bookshelf. Yeah. Behind clearly a book we didn't read very often, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of like in Bad Eggs right. when one was in the library the bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah, just squiggling. Yeah, but thankfully it was, these were plastic eggs and inside they had candy and I'm pretty sure I still ate the candy. Yeah, no face huggers or spine huggers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Spine huggers, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have an update for you. Update. Yeah, I watched the Thriller music video. Oh, that's right. I forgot I uh, signed you with that. Yeah. So let's talk about it. What do you think, huh? Well, it's almost 14 minutes long. The werewolf transformation in the beginning is the most disgusting werewolf transformation I have ever seen. Pretty terrifying. And I have seen a lot of werewolf transformations. Uh huh. It's a good one. It's a real good one. I was like, this is so gross. Yeah, so scary, huh? And it goes on for so long. But then it cuts to him in the theater watching it with his date. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No, Oof. I didn't. Yeah. Um, but then I then I watched it without music because I love when people remove like the music from music videos. Oh, the sound effect thing. And it's it's like just the word. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the words are the sound effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it was funnier or creepier. I honestly couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny. It's always Uh, funny. And and to be honest, if you ever have to shoot a music video, which I've shot a couple, that's basically what shooting a music video is like. (laughs) It's just like you hear all the sounds. Like you can have a boombox in the room while you're filming, but it's still just like you hear everybody's feet scuffling on the floor. Like it's not as magical as it seems. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I wouldn't be able to do that without cracking up. Yeah, it's, it's a silly process. Filmmaking is a silly process. Also, you have made music videos before. Sure, what? sure. They're not. <laughs> like they're not whom? to be seen. They're not to be seen. But they are out there. <laughs> uh, I think they should be seen. You shall never see them. 
Were they, they just buried. for like local bands or artists or something or what you need to explain? There, there's one that's a friend who is a mm-hmm. musician who I made one and it never saw the light of day, but it is made. It's not good. And then uh, there's- It's an, not good because the music isn't good or because- No, music is the great. The film is not good. But uh, the video itself, you know, I was still learning. I was in college, you know, so it was a little different. Mm. And uh, the other one is- um, Perhaps a viral video that you will never see. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I never told you about this or showed it no. to you? No. Okay, yeah. I don't think so. There's a video that has uh, many hundreds of thousands of views, perhaps millions. I'm not sure. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, well, I well, need to see it, and then we're going to need to put it on our Instagram. Good luck for searching for it. it. It's very silly. Pat, mm. is it Maya He, Maya Who? No. Maya He, Maya Ha Ha? No. Nope. Was it you? No. Nope. Was that you? No. No, 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 no. You've probably <laughs> never seen it. I mean, if you have, I'd be very impressed, but it's just one of those things that got many views. Were you in it? I was not in it. No more questions. No more I, questions. <laughs> how can you tell me no more questions? I feel like I I've to told you about this, this before. Nah, it's I no big deal. I don't think so. No big I, deal. I know about many of your no. weird and embarrassing film projects, but I don't think <laughs> I know about true, this you one. Do. <laughs> yeah, this one you do not know about. Perhaps I keep it very secret. <laughs> Wait, that's not fair because Why would I've I mention it on the you... podcast? What am I doing here? Let's cut yeah. all this out. No. Let's chippity chop. Because I have shown you an embarrassing video that I made for my cupcake soaps when I had cupcake soaps. So Yeah, well, that's not that embarrassing. I barely remember it. It's pretty bad. But this one would blow it out of the water. Well, there was water in mine. Yes. I do remember that. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to you're gonna have to show it to me and we're gonna have to share it with the listeners. Mm, Just yeah. gonna have to. If happen. only I could remember my brain. Like I said, yeah, it's all mush can. these days. It's you applesauce. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll ask Amy. Nah, she probably won't even remember. It's been a long time. I will time. hunt down all of the people you know. This video and I will is possibly them. 15 years old. Mm, hmm. I'm getting warmer. Mm-hmm. I'm learning more things. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> what kind of music was it? Can't tell you. Wish I could, but like I said, brain is mush. Anywho, we got any other banter we should catch up on? Well, speaking of music, yeah, Dave and I are taking dance lessons. Ooh, after seeing Thriller, you've been inspired yes. to work on the dance together? <laughs> yes, we came in and we were like, this is what we want to learn how to do this. for and, our first dance. <laughs> and Oppa the dog is one of the Thriller zombies. Come on, yeah. Oppa on the hind legs. He will dance for us what? sometimes. Like what? we'll sing. I just, I sing um, um, dance magic. What? And I'll sing dance, up a dance, up a dance, up a dance, up a dance. Like and he dance, actually dances. magic, dance, magic, dance. Ma- you pro- you've seen Labyrinth, right? A long time ago and I do not okay. remember it. Well, it's a song from Labyrinth. Yeah. And yeah, and he will sometimes dance to it. Okay. We can like, we'll just start dancing around him and then he'll start dancing and sometimes he gets angry and barks at us. (laughs) (laughs) He loves dancing so much he gets angry and barks about it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we're taking dance lessons just to uh, have something fun to do. Oh, because of the wedding? um, 
Yes, and uh, also for now our it wedding. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Okay. So next week we will do a lost Tupada episode for the season finale. Oh my god. Oh my god. Finally, we're at the end of season 1 of Lost. I feel like it's yeah. been forever. This is a it long has been season. Forever. Forever. But also we have done two Buffy only episodes. Right. Yes. So and the first you know. season of Buffy was short. Yep. So it just seems like uh seasons were much longer back then. Yeah. So yeah, next week We'll do a Lost Tupata. So get excited, Losties, for nice. all y'all who love Lost. And My for those dad will of you. S- stoked. Oh, you're right. Yeah, your dad would be into it. But all yeah. the people who are into Buffy, so sad. Take a week off. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. We'll be back. We're going to have plenty of Buffy only Buffy Tupatas. Lots of Buffy to go tupata around. Tupata and Pata. More Buffy than Lost to go around. Very exciting. Very exciting. Can't, can't let it an episode that aired. You know, on the same night as the previous episode, you know, get lost in the mix. Well, I did that technically with the first episode of Buffy. They aired on the same first and second. They oh, true. True. Yeah. But that was early on in our recording. We didn't know what we were, we're doing. We're just baby you know? podcasters back yeah. then. Well, 24 episodes ago. Look at us. Huh? Yeah. Happy episode 25. Yeah. Happy episode we are, 25. We are at a quarter quell quarter of quell. this podcast. <laughs> quarter quell. Yeah. Very exciting. Cool. Happy Quarter Quell. Happy, Happy Hunger Games. Yes. Quarter Quell. All right. With that, okay. with all that hashed out, yeah. shall we get let's, into Buffy? Yes. Let's do this. All right. So this week, Pat and I watched also... Hello, listeners. Oh, hello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome after <laughs> This is kicking long. and streaming. Yeah. I'm Sammy, the Buffy expert. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm Pat. I like Lost. And <laughs> I am forcing Pat to watch Buffy because he's never seen it before. Yeah. Is this something we have to like flesh out and like uh, get good at? Our welcome? Maybe. No, I don't think so. No? I think, you know, we just do it on the fly. Okay. Do it live. Mm, feel a lot of pressure. All of a sudden. Um, And Pat is forcing me to watch Lost. (laughs) Thank you. Because I've never seen it before. (sighs) And I am here to help carry Pat's weight (laughs) when he forgets to say things. (laughs) Yep. And he's here to make a lot of puns and mess with the way that I say things. (laughs) Eggs. And that's what we do. (laughs) <laughs> that's what, That's we, what do. we do on this That's podcast. That's the podcast. <laughs> Anybody want to sponsor us yet? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, Pat and I watched Buffy Season 2, Episode 14, Innocence. Uh, the original air date was January 20th, 1998. So this ep- episode actually aired the night after Surprise, which was Episode 13. Um, so it actually was the beginning of the switch from Monday nights to Tuesday nights. Hmm. So the nice thing was that even though this was a two, the last episode was to be continued, this next episode came the next night. So, oh, but then then from now on, it switched over to Tuesdays, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I feel like Tuesday's the better day to drop episodes, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I that's mean, when we drop our us, podcast. Exactly. It's just like Mondays, like, eh, there's so much, you know, there's so much wrapped up so in Mondays. So much happening. Yeah. It's like, you, you don't, you know, you don't want everything all at once on the first day of the week, you know? No. You get on Tuesday. Yeah. Just, Getting you know, into the ha- flow of the week, you know? Exactly. Right. Tuesday, snooze day. No. Tuesday, cool day. Tuesday, schmooze day. Tuesday... Anyways, how's the show start? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this episode was written and directed by Joss Whedon. <laughs> um, cool. And your predictions from last episode is that long-term prediction, Angel is going to grow some wings at some point and be able to fly. He's going to come full wing circle, you said. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's going to have wings and be an angel, and it'll be this whole majestic thing, and that's why his name is Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This totally makes sense. Yeah. I love, uh, I just love transcribing word for word your predictions. Yeah, I love hearing them back. I like them it's, back to you, I've never like, heard what? it before. <laughs> yeah. I just say things, people. I don't uh, know. You know? Just say things. But then you also said that being that said, because... it totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. That being said. And then you also said that because Buffy and Angel made some whoopee. <laughs> yeah. You think it did something with the curse. It's going to hurt Angel. He's going to go full vamp face. Look at Become this. very aggressive. Look at this prediction, listeners. Mm-hmm. Drink it in. I mean. I've never really, hit it. How hard was it? What? Are you saying And he's what? no longer the sweet vampire that Angel was. He's now a regular vampire, and it reversed the curse, and he's re-demonized. Boy, talk about hitting the spike on the head. Am I right? Mm, hitting the wing on the angel. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> this episode opens with a low shot in the factory. Spike is rolling in in his wheelchair. He's upset that Buffy and Angel got away again. While the judge is kneeling, saying that he's preparing. Yeah. I a uh, couple oh. things real quick. <laughs> oh, boy. Spike, how do you get a red wheelchair? What? Yeah. His wheelchair he's is like red... kind of red. Oh, yeah. I guess it is like sort of a dark reddish color. I, I don't know if I've seen a red wheelchair. I mean, I'm, I guess they, I'm sure they exist. Yeah. But do you Why think like they? he seeked one out? Like he went to a, a special wheelchair store and got one? Sought one out? Sought one? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Or maybe they just covered it in blood Ugh. of the innocent. That's gross. Okay. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now I'm just picturing like Drusilla going wheelchair shopping for him. <laughs> yeah. This one's She's really carrying nice. along Miss Edith and Not putting her in that the wheelchair. one, Drew. Ducks, I don't like it. I well, want one that's Spike red, crimson red. <laughs> bring it, bring it back. If it's not red, I send it back. <laughs> right? No, she's carrying him like in a in like a backpack, like a baby oh, Bjorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not that one, ducks. <laughs> I want this one. It's too expensive, darling. We can only pay in dolls <laughs> and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this prison currency? <laughs> I mean, how do they have money? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess you just like eat a couple people and take their wallets. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yes, right. that's probably how they make money. All right. Uh, you know, they have a factory, okay? They could put <laughs> it to work. They're just cranking things out. 
<laughs> just whatever you want. We Maybe got a it's factory. a wheelchair factory. <laughs> Get Vamp Giles. Oh, wait. He's dead. He's blastoid. <laughs> okay. Drusilla starts to moan and collapses to the floor, saying, Angel. And then she smiles evilly. Yeah. And we cut to Buffy waking up in Angel's bed, worried when she realizes he isn't there. The storm is still raging outside where we see Angel fall to the ground and he says, oh, no. And a woman down the alley smoking a cigarette notices him, approaches and asks if he's okay. Angel gets up. His back is to her, back to the camera. And he says, the pain is gone. And he whips around bites her neck drinks her blood drops her to the ground and then breathes out her cigarette smoke and says i feel just fine yeah that was pretty badass pretty badass smoking (laughs) the mask (laughs) the mask uh, beautiful yeah (laughs) so then we go to the intro music and back from the intro buffy gets home And it's sunny, so it must be the next day. Her mom asks if she had fun last night at Willow's. Mm. And then she asks her if something is wrong, because Buffy's being kind of quiet. But Buffy shrugs it off. At the library, Xander declares that he saw no vampires transporting boxes at the bus depot, but he did meet a 400-pound wino who offered to wash my hair. (laughs) He said... I almost said rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wash your hair? Okay. I know that was a that was a fun <laughs> imagining. Uh, Willow tells him Buffy never checked in, and then Giles says he thinks the judge has been reassembled. Uh, Xander and Willow decide they're going to find Buffy and Angel, while Cordelia, Giles, and Jenny caution them against it. They're basically like, "Look, if if they couldn't." You know, if they run up against the judge and they couldn't get away, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Thankfully, Buffy chooses that moment to enter the library. Jenny asks where Angel is, and Buffy says, he didn't check in with you guys? Giles says no. Buffy tells them that the judge is no assembly required, unlike Frankenbrother and, and his Franken girlfriend. <laughs> some assembly required. Some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> Had to assemble some body parts, you know? Yes. Had to dig them out of the trash and assemble them. Yeah, but judge already assembled. Yeah, already assembled from his arm um, banana box. <laughs> uh, Giles asks why she didn't call, and she told him that They had to run and go into hiding that she and Angel had to split up, but she's worried that no one has heard from him. She tells them that she kicked the judge and it felt like a sudden fever. Giles says the stronger he gets, he'll be able to reduce us to charcoal with a look. So that doesn't sound fun. I got a fever and the only cure is more judge. Fever night, fever night, fever. You know how to judge it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They decide to reconvene after classes to help with research. Willow says, you don't think Angel would have gone after the judge himself, do you? Buffy says, no, he'd know better than that. Maybe he just needed, I don't know, I just wish he'd contact me. I need to talk to him. And they start up the stairs and behind them, Jenny sort of like creeps around the corner and watches them. Creepy Jenny. Jenny. Quit creeping, Jenny. Back in the factory, Drusilla is laying on a table, a table, apparently naming all the stars. And Spike says, you can't see the stars, love. That's the ceiling. Also, it's day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like this scene because I feel like we have been missing out on drunky ducks lately. We've been getting more aggressive manic Drusilla. And this was like sort of a return to form of this drunky Drusilla. Drunky ducks. (laughs) Drunky ducks. (laughs) Double D. Yeah, she's back. 
you know? She's like, yeah, woo. <laughs> She's all woozy. She's doing her, lo- her loopy cuckoo thing. Yeah, I love that. Kind of love that. But I, I'm not sure which I like better because I do like the manic version too where she goes yeah. crazy on the flowers. Kind of yeah. love that too. Can't make up my mind. It's coin flip situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all 100% Drusilla. So. It is. Yeah, two sides. Two sides yeah. of Drew. She's she is fun. Yeah. And she says, I can see them, but I've named them all the same name. <laughs> and there's terrible confusion. Uh, Spike asks her if she saw what happened to Angel. And then Angel appears in the factory and says, well, he moves to New York and tries to fulfill that Broadway dream. It's tough sledding, but it actually really sounds like he says slaying. And I never knew that he said sledding here. Oh, I thought until he said I, like, slaying too. Yeah, I never knew it was sledding until I looked up the like the script. Hmm. Maybe he didn't um, read the script carefully enough and actually said slaying, and they're like, yeah. oh, is that what he said? No, I think it's sledding. I don't know. That's what the script says. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, definitely sound like slaying. Yeah. Um, and he says, but one day he's working in the chorus when the big star twists her ankle, and Spike says, you don't give up, do you? Um, and Angel slowly walks over to them and says, as long as there's injustice in the world, as long as scum like you is walking, and he notices the wheelchair, well, rolling Hmm. the streets, I'll be around. Look over your shoulder. I'll be there. And Spike tells him to look over his shoulder, and the judge places his hand on Angel's chest, but then he says, this one cannot be burnt. He is clean. (laughs) There's no humanity in him. And Angel turns around and says, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. This guy. says, Angel. (laughs) And then he says, yeah, baby, I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Angel is, um, he's a... He's a badass. He's walking or, mm. walking the room, smoking cigarettes, you know, and doesn't yeah. even kiss Spike's head. <laughs> in this, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right after this part. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's funny is the script now refers to him as Angelus. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So like everywhere it would have said Angel and now says Angelus. Mm-hmm. Uh, So back from the break, Spike and Drew are very happy that he's back. And Spike asks, no more of this I got a soul crap. And Angela says, what can I say? I was going through a phase. Spike says, I got to tell you, it made me sick to my stomach seeing you be the Slayer's lapdog. And then Angelus growls, grabs Spike by the shirt. And this is when he kisses him on the forehead (laughs) and then steps back and they all just start laughing. What a power move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew tells Angel they're going to destroy the world, but Angel is more interested in tormenting Buffy. He says, lay low for a night. I guarantee you by the time you go public, she won't be anything resembling a threat. Spike says, you've really got a yen to hurt this girl, haven't you? And Angela says, she made me feel like a human being. It's not the kind of thing you just forgive. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, forbid. Not not happy about that. Uh, At the library, Willow is on the phone with Buffy, reassuring her that there's probably a good reason that they haven't heard from Angel um, and that it's not that he's dead. Willow tells Giles and Xander that Buffy checked everywhere for him, even beat up Willie the Snitch. (laughs) I wrote that down. Your (laughs) favorite. I was like, she even beat him up a couple times. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, I've gone clean. See, you can't beat me up again. She beats him up again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes it takes a few times to get him to loosen his lips. Yeah. But Angel seems to have vanished. 
Yeah. Xander heads to the stacks to put his book back and Cordelia's there looking through another one, not having any luck finding anything new about the judge. Xander apologizes for snapping at her earlier and Cordelia says, you were too busy rushing off to die for a beloved Buffy. You'd never die for me. Xander says, no, I might die from you. Does that get me any points? <laughs> These two. Uh, and then they get to Smoochies and of they course. pull apart to find Willow watching them. Willow in the background. They pull apart. Camera hangs there and racks focus. Back to Willow in the background. Crushed. So crushed. So crushed. Ugh. Ugh. You know, I can't handle this. Willow. <laughs> well, yeah, Willow's emotional trauma here. So Willow runs off and Xander follows her out of the library, catches up with her in the hallway. And she says that she knew something was going on because they were acting way too weird and they were fighting too much. Um, And she says that this is against all laws of God and man. It's Cordelia, remember? The We Hate Cordelia Club, of which you are the treasurer? (laughs) And Xander says, look, I was going to tell you. And she said, gee, what stopped you? Could it be shame? (laughs) treasurer why do you need a treasurer in that what are you buying (laughs) we hate cordelia buttons Buttons, i don't know t-shirts merch (laughs) bumper stickers sure exactly Mm -hmm. xander says willow we were just kissing it doesn't mean that much and she says no just means that you'd rather be with someone you hate than be with me you you know what i was yeah that was a crushing line (sighs) i agree (laughs) <laughs> but you know what I was waiting for in this uh, scene was as soon as he said that line before that last one was like, it's just kissing. It doesn't mean anything. I was waiting for the camera to rack focus on the background again. And then Cordelia would be standing there, there and she's like, what do you mean? It means nothing. I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Gotta yeah. keep running back and no, forth. No, that'd be too soap opera That would be. Yeah. But you know. Thankfully, it's not that bad. Right. I actually cried a little bit in the scene. Really? I think I don't, I don't think I like had tears pouring down my face, but I get, I get like, you know, watery eyed because you can't hurt Willow. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You I just, know. She's too, she's too good. She's just too good. And it's just one of those things that like, I know she's got Oz hanging around, but it reminded me of that conversation that we had with Kathleen in episode 12, this, the Buffy season one finale. Yep. Um, when we were talking about how like, you know, we hate it when, um, you know, in high school, when the guys in the group ignored the girls in their group yep. to go after, you know, like the girls next door, the girls right in front of them because they wanted to go for the unattainable ones, the like shiny new thing. So, yeah. you know, Xander's done that to Willow all along. She's watched him go after Buffy, Miss French, Empata, Cordelia. <laughs> not the real Miss French. Not the real Miss French. Uh, the bug version. <laughs> bug french yeah um and she's had to watch him fawn over all of them while she has sat on the bench yep and that blows yes so willow runs off leaving xander behind and he gives up and heads back to the library Mm -hmm. then we cut to buffy walking up to her house and then deciding against it and turning around Um, And then next, she opens the door to Angel's apartment, walks towards his bed as a bare-chested angel walks into the space behind her while her back is turned. Ooh, leather Um, pants, too. And he's got leather pants. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Meow. You ow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around and as soon as she sees him, she like throws herself into his arms and start kissing him. 
but he's being very aloof. Yeah, he's like, and whatever. his hair is being very a poof. <laughs> Great one. You wrote that one down? Yeah, I did. Oh, boy, the things we laugh at on this podcast. So stupid. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but I was like, hey, 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 Pat's going to this one. <laughs> this will hit him right on the, on the funny bone. Oh, jeez. Uh, so she's confused by his cavalier attitude. Yeah. And she's like, you didn't say anything. You just left. And he pulls on a shirt. Ugh, why? And he's like, yeah, like I really wanted to stick around after that. You've got yeah. a lot to learn about men, kiddo. Although I guess you proved that last night. Yikes. And he is so cold. To her. My Ugh. goodness. Yeah, he's just like, whatever it happened, no big deal. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. She's like, I don't understand. Was it me? Was I not good? Jeez. And he's like, oh, yeah, you were a pro, you know? Being like oh, it's the real... worst. That's like the worst. This is like, so every girl's nightmare, this right? This is the worst? <laughs> well maybe i mean okay i mean this is really bad it's not the but worst. it's really bad <laughs> yeah 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 because it's like this is the thing that you worry about mm-hmm. mostly as women i'm sure guys worry about this too but like you lose your virginity to a guy you finally give it up to someone mm-hmm. and then they're a complete <laughs> jerk and they turn into a monster and this is like this is literally this is what's happening nightmare to fuel yeah that the man that she chooses to lose her virginity to has become a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's rough, man. That is some rough psychological trauma. I mean, don't fall in love with a vampire. I, 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 I mean, I know love has no bounds and things can just sneak up on you. The heart wants what the heart wants. Heart Pat. wants what the heart wants, but 218-year-old you know, murderous, previously murderous vampire who still is an yeah. active vampire, but still likes to enjoy she it. occasional know. bags of blood. They didn't know what was going to happen. Eh, a lot of red flags. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Definitely a lot of red flags. This is going to come to a head <laughs> sooner or later. <laughs> but, you know, Buffy is a slayer. Angel's a vampire. Yeah. You know, opposites attract. Hormones. Hormones. He's Leather look at his pants. chest. Come on. Hello. How can you say no to that? Okay. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. And he, so he's kind of like laughing at her, making a big deal of it. He like goes to goes to like touch her face and she recoils. And he says that he knew she wouldn't be able to handle it. And he starts to leave. Buffy makes one last attempt to connect with him, you know, saying, I love you. And he gives her a single finger gun <laughs> and says, love you too. Pachoo. Yeah. Pew. Uh, uh, that always and then gets he's him. like, I'll call you. I'll call you. And he leaves. Call you toots. Catch you right. on the flippity flop. Yeah. Right. This and guy's real Buffy, glib. Buffy's just like standing there crying. Yeah. So this uh, this episode took a turn for the dramatic. Mo- uh, you yeah. know, a lot like the uh, season finale of season one. That one yeah. like took a turn for the dramatic. This one had similar themes where it what it you know kind of dropped the fun. You know, there's some fun. It comes back no, towards the end, but it did like the whole middle section of this episode very dramatic. Yeah. Do you mean the um the season premiere of this season, the one where she's like really upset and she goes and crushes the master's bones at I the think end you're right. of Sledgehammer? Yep. yep. Yeah. I think you're right. That one. Well, I just remember you saying when we watched that I think episode both of that, them. It, that it felt like the season finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think both of them were pretty serious. Yeah, that's true. It w- I mean, that that the season finale was pretty serious too because that's when um, Buffy overhears that the prophecy that she's meant to die and she's obviously very upset about that and is crying and like yelling at Giles and throwing books at him and stuff. So, yep. yes, very emotional, very emotional. So I mean, emotional. again, this is like, this is like teen stuff, right? I mean, like this is literally how emotional you would be if this was, maybe not you, I don't know, but like I would be, <laughs> hey, I was very emotional as a this teen. emotional. <laughs> Still am emotional. I just run away from my emotions, you know? Right. Like, take away all the supernatural elements. And again, like, that's what Joss Whedon is trying to do with this show. Like, he's trying to bring, you know, like, talk about teen life in a way that is supernatural. Yeah, supernatural Um, vamp scares. But But, take away all that stuff. And this is still, like, all of these emotions would still exist if you sleep with a guy for the first time and he reacts this way. Like, it's still going to be crushing. Sure. So, um, then we da, 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 then we cut to Jenny visiting her uncle in his hotel room. <laughs> uncle um, Count Chocula. <laughs> uncle He's Count <back>. Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like trying to get more information out of him, but he just gives her a spiel about vengeance. Um, so he says, to the modern man, vengeance is a verb, an idea, <laughs> payback, one thing for another like commerce not with us vengeance is a living thing it passes through generations it commands it kills i don't know what accent i was trying to do there i probably floated through a few different things but just we're just gonna roll with it sounds pretty accurate a plus (laughs) jenny jenny says you told me to watch Angel. You told me to keep him from the Slayer. I tried, but there are other factors. There are terrible things happening here that we cannot control. And her uncle, whose name is Enyos, says, We control nothing. We are not wizards, Yana. <laughs> wizards. We merely play our part. Yeah. And then Hagrid bursts in and says, You're a wizard, Yana. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Yana. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. But I wish. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, crossover. Jenny tells him Angel could be helpful in killing the judge, but her uncle says that it's too late. He's already lost his soul. But he doesn't seem willing to do anything about it. He's like, well, we whatever. Do. Vengeance. You yeah. know, don't care about anything else. Don't care about justice. We care about vengeance. Yeah. So Not Jenny calls him a world. fool. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny calls him a fool. She says, you're a fool. We're all fools. And she leaves. There's a lot of fool calling in this oh, episode. Yeah. And again, would still hate to be called a fool. You yeah. Know? I would never this feel stupider. Lot, lot happening uh, yeah. in this episode. <laughs> Back at Sunnydale High, Willow comes down the hall as Xander is leaving the bathroom and she tells them that she went home. Xander says that he's glad she's back because they can't do this without her. And she says, let's get this straight. I don't understand this. I don't want to understand it. You have gross emotional problems and things are not okay between us. But what's happening right now is more important than that. And that is why Willow is fucking baller. Okay. Yeah. And Xander takes it well. He's just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like, well, he knows he's like, yeah, "Yeah, I am not proud (laughs) of what's happening. Yeah. I just imagine myself in that position as Xander and I'm yeah. just like, I would just put my foot in my mouth because I'd say a bunch of stupid things and I'd try to defend myself and try to talk my way out. But yeah. really the best way to handle it is just what Xander did and just go, 
okay. And then just yeah. keep on, keep on going, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm learning things from this show, you know? Of how you should how have How to acted. handle tough conversations. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, see, you know, see yeah. how much can be learned from Buffy. I know, I'm getting Why so much out of it. Why do you think I'm such a solid person, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Xander tells her that they don't have any updates on the judge, but then he gets an idea for a plan. And then the lights goes out, lights go out, <laughs> and he starts having... A Wiggins. A Wiggins. Now I'm having a Wiggins. Yeah. He's like, I'm having a thought. Wait, now I'm now having, I'm a, having plan. a plan. And the lights go out and then he says, now I'm now having, I'm a, having Wiggins. a Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. They start toward the library, but Angel comes in um, to the school and stops them. He's sort of like hiding near an entrance in the shadows. So we yeah. can't see his silhouette. Face really. Silhouette Angel. Yes. Doesn't get much better. No. <laughs> Except, you know, shirtless. Shirtless. Silhouette pants. Angel leather pants silhouette oh man all these combinations hello uh he says he has something to show them tell xander to get the (laughs) others and willow to come closer to him so xander runs off but then he realizes like he's like something's off about this situation he kind of like turns around yeah um but jenny gets to willow and angel first yana armed with a cross yes yana she tells willow to get away from angel and walk toward her but angel grabs willow by the throat as xander re-enters the scene and jenny says he's not angel anymore are you and angela says wrong i am angel and he like tightens his grip on willow at last yeah he says he has a message for buffy and then she appears behind him and tells him to give it to her himself Mm-hmm. And he says, well, it's not really the kind of message you tell. It sort of involves finding the bodies of all your friends. And Buffy pleads with him, saying that there must be a part of him inside who remembers who he is. And Angela says, dream on, schoolgirl. Your boyfriend is dead. You're all going to join him. Hmm. And I've said dream on, schoolgirl, before on the podcast at some point. Really? And I couldn't, re- I actually thought that it was, I think I thought that it was Darla who said it, but it's from, from this scene. Ah, okay. Yeah. I said it like, I don't know, offhand or whatever. And <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you might've said like dream on about something. And I said, dream on schoolgirl." And, <laughs> and I was just like, this is a normal thing to come out of Sammy's mouth. Yeah, Let's exactly. just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Xander takes the cross from Jenny uh, and starts walking toward Angel. Um, And again, Angel's back is to Xander because he's looking at Buffy at this point. And so Buffy tries to get Angel to focus on her instead of Willow. Then Xander shoves the cross into Angel's face. Uh, He reels back, throws Willow into Xander, and they collapse against the wall. So what, Angel, does that burn or is he just scared of the cross? Like what's it happening like, here? Yeah, it can burn them. It can burn them. So he just yeah. sees he's like, ah, no, ah, scary. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like uncomfortable to be right. near it because oh, okay. remember when um it when burned he into his and chest. Buffy exactly yeah, 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 yeah when they were like dancing and she had yeah. the necklace but on. that didn't really bother him at that point he's like whatever kissing you know yeah you know sometimes pain is pleasure Pat what what he was into it <laughs> maybe you know okay. all right I don't know all right i don't know what he's into okay uh but this time it is not a pleasurable experience no. it's just pain not when it's coming from xander's hand i suppose right. anyway angel grabs buffy he tells her things are about to get very interesting then he kisses her and shoves her against the wall and leaves yeah xander and willow approach buffy 
um, ask if she's okay, but Buffy just leans against the wall, staring after Angel in shocked silence. Yep. And we're back from commercial, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Giles is pacing in the library, reeling from the information that Angel has reverted to his former self. And Cordelia asks what they're going to do, and Giles says, I'm leaning towards blind panic myself. Jenny tells him not to talk that way in front of the kids, which is like, there's sort of like a parent dynamic happening happening there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he can't help it. Things were bad enough, you know, with just the judge, and now they've lost Angel to the other side. Um, Willow asks Buffy if she's okay, but she just shakes her head, says she should have known from the things that Angel said to her earlier. But Willow asks Jenny how she knew, and Jenny says that she saw his face. Giles drills Buffy for information, saying she must know how it happened, but she gets too upset and leaves. Um, And then Giles is like still calling after her and Willow says, um, Willow tells Giles to shut up, which is sort of a a throwback role reversal (laughs) from when Giles Giles, said, do shut up. Do shut up, Giles. I did like this when Willow said that. Giles, shut up. It's just like- Giles, shut up. Yeah, because she's realizing what the- issue is here and she's like just drop it exactly yeah she knows what's going on and giles does not so she's just like this is not the time buddy right you see giles when a man loves a woman when a man (laughs) loves a woman (laughs) she breaks down into michael bolton (laughs) break down (laughs) yeah break down a song i don't know (laughs) Cordelia says this is great there's an unkillable demon in town Angel has joined his team the Slayer is a basket case and so am I and (laughs) she says I'd say we've hit rock bottom and Xander says I have a plan and Cordelia says oh no here's a lower place (laughs) (laughs) that's good good quip Uh, when Willow asks what to do Xander says that he's going to need Cordy for this one bait yep Cordy and has a bait. big car, and Willow says, fine, I'll get Oz. He has a van. Sure does. He tells Cordy to meet him at Willow's house in half an hour and to wear something trashy. Bait. Er, That's bait, bait. Bait, bait, He walks out, followed by Cordy, and Giles says he isn't sure what to do about Buffy, but Jenny says that they should just let her be for now, and Willow agrees. Giles says that he can imagine what she's going through, and Willow says, no, I don't think you can. And to me, this is kind of like Willow not only understanding exactly what's going on with Buffy and Angel and exactly what happened, but also like feeling her own pain of being snuffed by Xander. She's like, nobody, you know, fucking boys. Am I right, Pat? Boys are the worst. They're such (sighs) idiot, dumb, dumb, poo-poo heads. Yeah. cooties, all of them. All of them have cooties. Yes. Cooties and leather pants. That's what boys are. Well, you know. In the factory, Angel is gloating about his mental torturing of Buffy, while Spike is annoyed that he didn't kill her. He goes, I know you haven't been in the game for a while, mate, but we still do kill people. Sort of our raison d'etre, you know? (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And do you know what a raison d'etre means? No, but I'm going to take a guess, okay? Okay. Reason to live. Yeah, reason for being. Yep. All right. There we Very go. Very good. I thought for sure you were going to make a raisin quip. What is that? Uh, oh, man, I should have. Why yeah. didn't I? I don't know. All right. Left should we that take one it out again? to dry. Take two. 
It's a uh, raisin brand. I already made a raisin brand joke earlier, so let's yeah. just keep going. Okay. <laughs> Drusilla says, you don't want to kill her, do you? And she pokes Miss, Miss Edith's eyes, her doll. <laughs> She's like, ding. <laughs> and says, you want to hurt her just like you hurt me. And Angela says, nobody knows me like you do, Drew. Yeah. So Spike says Buffy better not get in their way, but Angel tells him not to worry. And then he kind of blows up at him. And he says, you tried to kill her, but you couldn't. Look at you. You're a wreck. She's stronger than any slayer you've ever faced. Force won't get it done. You got to work from the inside. To kill this girl, you have to love her. Oh, boy. So he's going to play the the long game, huh? Yep. The long Mm -hmm. con. The love con. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. love con. Let's play a love game, play a love game, play a love game. What song I don't know is that? I one that well. Okay. Love Game by... Uh, um, B-52s? Yes, it's by the B-52s. That's what pet. I thought. Yeah, Love Shack, Lady Love Gaga. Game. I know all their <laughs> hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, you really threw me off here. Okay. <laughs> then we cut to Buffy's room. She comes in and gently closes the door behind her. She sees the cross necklace that Angel gave her, um, takes it in her hand, then lets go of it, looks down at the clotter ring on her finger that Angel also gave her, buys her lots of jewelry. She pulls it off her finger and bursts into tears and then lies in her bed, clutching the ring and crying uncontrollably. The camera pulls back. Um, as she curls up on her bed, her body just like shaking with her sobs. Um, yeah, very emotional. And then she very turned, emotional. She turned on her boombox and his B-52's Love Shack. Love Shack. Maybe like, Love Shack. <laughs> no, not this song. You know that's my favorite. Why are you ruining this scene, I'm Pat? sorry. <laughs> God you just got me it. thinking about B-52's and you, and you know. And you can't handle emotional My brain things. on B-52's can't handle it, you know? Ugh. Yeah. But like, come on. You've been in this spot, right? Have you been in this spot after a terrible breakup or something? Oh, have I ever? I've been in some real tough breakups in my day. Yeah. I mean, I was young because I've been with my current wife for quite a long time. Your current wife? My current partner? Why? What do I say here? (laughs) My wife. I've been with my wife (laughs) currently. Currently? Whatever. The person I'm Just married to. Just when you to, say current wife, it sounds like you've had a previous wife, and I know right. you haven't. Or I have plans for future ones. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, what I meant to say was I've been with my wife. For so long. <laughs> for so long that it's been a while since I've had other relationships. But, yeah. you know, when I did, you know, there's there were some uh, rough breakups. Moments like you know? these. Yeah. Moments like these, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so... It's so hard. She's yeah. like so broken. Yeah. And I just want to hug her. What do you do to get out of that funk? What's your move? If you're totally heartbroken, what do you got to do? Uh, Well, I feel it for a while. You feel it, huh? You dig and in. And then I I actually really love the book. Um, It's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. So you read? Um, well, this part, this book in particular, I don't have a copy because I always give it away to people. Um, but like after <laughs> every breakup, the pages I'm... are all wrinkled with your tears. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like <laughs> and snots. I can't read it anymore. <laughs> all the pages are stuck together. No, I mean, thankfully, I'm in a place now where I 
won't need it. You don't need the book anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's just one of those books that like, I'll buy it after a really rough breakup and then read it and then give it away to someone else who needs it the next time, you know, someone else needs it. Yeah. Um, It's a really good book. Great, great book for breakups, I will say. And um, for both men and women, it's, you know, not, I mean, it's definitely written more for women, but I think men can can enjoy it as well. Okay. Um, We're going to have to reference it in our notes, show notes. I will. People yeah. can get it if you're going it's through a, a hard good, breakup. It's a great, great book. It will make you laugh. It will make you angry. It will make you realize that you're not as crazy as you think that you are. Yeah. Um, all the things. And then I usually do something crazy with my hair. Mm-hmm. So my last big breakup, actually, I think I dyed my hair pink right before that. Yeah. Um. And then I almost, and then I've gotten like piercings usually after wow. most of my big breakups, um, but I haven't done that in a long time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Usually do something crazy with my hair though. Lots of <laughs> lots of ice cream. Lots of ice cream. Mine's lots birthday of cake. Love birthday my, cake. Yeah. I like uh, the cheap. Like uh, I like half baked. Half baked. Half baked by uh yeah the Ben and Jerry's. It's oh Ben like, and Jerry ice cream. It's got yeah. everything. It's got it's brownies. Stuff. It's got cookie dough. Like oh. fucking everything that you need for a breakup in one right. ice cream. Yep. One pint of ice cream. That's what you need. That's what you need. <laughs> That's how you get out. Yeah. Um. Last time, my last breakup, I got the flu. Oh, that's the a worst, great thing to have. <laughs> worst period cramps I ever had. Oh boy. And it was just the most awful thing. But I think it was just my body purging all negativity. <laughs> and okay. then I was fine afterwards. All right. And I fucking relaunched. That's when I rebranded and launched Floor Apothecary. So I always do something wild and crazy. Yeah. Okay. To get myself out of it. Um, well, But that book is, is pretty much always part of my process. So. Okay. But there are some good tips for you listeners. If you're going through a rough breakup, yep. you know, listen, heed our advice and it will get better it's called a breakup because it's broken there was something wrong right and and you'll heal you don't have to deal with that shit you'll heal and you'll mend now you're stronger than yesterday now there's nothing but my way loneliness can't me no more so what's Angel do next? Okay. <laughs> Eventually, Buffy falls asleep and dreams about their lovemaking session. Oh, right. We this get a lot scene. of close-ups of their skin. Right. Touching, sensual. Kissing. Very sensual. Skin montage. Slow motion. Dissolves. Moving under the sheets. Close-ups. Breathing. And then... Angel tells her that he loves her. Roar. Then, cut. Funeral scene. Well, we get a flash of him in vamp face, and oh, then, right. yeah. yeah, then we roar. cut to a funeral in bright daylight, and yeah. Angel's there, not burning up. Nope. Oh, right. Uh, he, didn't even put that together. Yeah. He walks up to the grave, and Buffy looks at him, and he says, you have to know what to see. Buffy looks at him confused, then looks over at the other people attending the funeral, and she sees Jenny lifting a black veil from her face. Yeah, Miss Calendar lifting mm-hmm. the veil. So Buffy wakes with a start, realizing that Jenny got something to do with this. The dream told me so. Yes. She's lifting the veil. I like the way you put that, Pat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So we cut to the school and Buffy marches into Miss, I almost said Mr. <laughs> Miss Calendar's classroom with purpose. Oh, yeah. There are students sitting at the computers, but she don't give a fuck. <laughs> she walks right up to Jenny, puts her hand around her throat and just shoves her down. On Choke her slams her. She gave She's her like, like the stunner. What do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Um, Giles dismisses a class after a student asks if he should get the principal. Yeah. And he's like, I'll deal with it. He tells Buffy to calm down, that she can't just go around accusing everyone. But Buffy keeps interrogating Jenny. And Jenny says, I didn't know exactly. I was told I was sent here to watch you. They told me to keep you and Angel apart. They never told me what would happen. And jo- and Giles, you know, surprised and confused is like, Jenny. Jenny. You're Jenna. my girl, Jenny. You're my girl. We're like peas and carrots, Jenny. You want to dangle? Oh. <gasps> We never put that together before. Remember oh when he God. says dangle in Forrest yeah. Gump and then she says that's not where I dangle it from? Yeah. Yeah, crossover. Gen I. Connection. Forrest wow. Gump connection. Gen I dangle. I love Forrest Gump. That's a good movie. Great movie. So then she says, I'm sorry, Rupert. Angel was supposed to pay for what he did to my people. Jenny tells Buffy she thinks that it was her who triggered Angel's transformation. And when Giles finally catches on... He takes off his glasses and he looks away. <laughs> yeah. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. He's I wish like, I had oh. glasses just so I could take them off. I know. Well, you can get In fake a dramatic. Ones. Well, I actually have some right here. Oh, well, there you go. Please. So let me just say this again. Yeah, go ahead. Giles finally catches on and he takes off his glasses and looks away. Beautiful. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good beautiful. for the audio podcast for everybody it at is. home? Okay, good. Yeah, we'll we'll put that into a video <laughs> clip. <laughs> Buffy tells Jenny to curse him again, mm-hmm. but she says that she can't. The magics are long lost even to her people. Buffy demands that she take her to someone who can help. So we cut to Jenny's uncle's hotel room where he's smoking a pipe. Smoking a pipe? <laughs> pipe and a blitch? What, or what is it? Pancake and bon- a bong and a... Smoke, smoke Sh- in a pancake, <laughs> bong in a blintz. Waffle uh, in a cigar. Crepe, crepe, crepe in a something. Crepe in a, crepe in a pipe. Spiff. I yeah. never remember. <laughs> I can <laughs> remember either. like two of them and then I, <laughs> then I lose it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not Buffy who walks in, it's Angel. Rut row. Right, yeah. Then we cut to an army base. The camera pans from a high vantage point over a group of soldiers marching mm-hmm. and Oz's van pulls up. And do you notice something different about Oz's van? No. Well, it's now a solid blue color, Pat. Well, Not the black and white zebra stripes that it was when we first met Oz. Oh, maybe he paints it for fun. Yeah, just like his hair. Right. Right. Yeah. Inside the van, Xander tells Willow and Oz, wait here. When you guys see that window open, get out the ladder, come up, and we'll pass you the package, okay? Mm-hmm. So we don't know what they're getting. We don't know what they're getting. And, and this is where I was like, I'm lost. What are they trying to get? I. What's going on here? I must yeah. have missed something. You haven't I, been told yet, Pat. Okay, good. And that made me God, feel a lot that would better. drive me fucking crazy if you and I were watching this together. And I started like, asking all stupid that, questions. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, my little yeah. sister does that and I cannot handle it. I cannot oh. watch movies with her. If She's one be... of those people that goes to a movie theater, <laughs> yeah. talks in her same normal voice, which is already like louder than most people oh, talk. Oh, yeah, I can't have that ever. And she just asks questions the whole time. And I'm yeah. like, I am watching this with you. I have yeah. the same amount of information that you do. Right. Yeah. 
I know. I do not. <sighs> Drives uh, me fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't stand for that either in the movie theater, but at I home. I don't stand for this malarkey <laughs> in my movie theater. <laughs> I don't stand for this malarkey. I know. But uh, at home, yeah, no, I I need a lot of clarification. Yeah. For the, especially for these shows. And especially well, for maybe Lost it's a good thing that we're not watching it together because oh, I lose you would my mind hate with you. <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm sure Amy hates it. And I pause a lot, too, during Lost so that yeah. I can take notes. Yeah, she already hates it. But you know. Well, that's why you could, you guys should watch it once for fun. We should. Like, that's what I do with Dave. Like, I mean, obviously Lost, I don't have to take as many notes. So that one, you know, I just take notes as we're watching it. But yeah. With Buffy, I just watch it with him for fun, and then I watch it again myself later yep. to take notes. I should do that. We'll see if I can yeah. work it into the sketch. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so then he and Cordelia get out, and then Xander cuts through the fence, remarking how the security is a joke, uh, yeah. and then he's caught by a soldier. Xander tells the soldier that he's with the 33rd, but he's on leave, and he wants to give Cordelia the tour. It's Xander kind says, of a bucket list for me to break into a military base using bolt cutters to go through a chain link i don't know it just seems so cool i know i'm such like a straight laced goody two shoes well that's the ones those are the ones you have to worry about yeah you gotta watch out i'm not gonna do anything i'm never gonna do anything like too crazy because i'm already like in hot water as it is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i already act on a lot of my wild impulses right but you Two straight lace. Two One straight of these lace. days, you're going to fucking something's lose gonna your crack. shit. Yeah, <laughs> okay, something's going to happen. You're going to break into an army base. <laughs> but then out. what's going to happen is you're going to break into an army base and then be like, yeah. okay, now what? <laughs> now what? I got through the cage and now like, I'll just drop the bolt cutters and run back to my car. Right. Like you're not going to do it in a violent way or anything like that. You're not going to no try to steal involved. anything. You're just going to break uh, in and then be like, okay yeah now i've done it (laughs) in the cover of night while raining too yeah Uh, yeah and that's exactly what's happening here and i know how much you love stuff happening in the rain love stuff happening in the rain and at night jeez covertly man oh yeah yeah this is right on for you anyways (laughs) so xander says you know the ladies they like to see the big guns gets them all hot and bothered can you cut me some slack give me a blind eye and he tells the soldier that if he does, he won't report him to Colonel Newsom because he says, your boots ain't regulation, your post wasn't covered. And he grabs his M16 and gives it back to him properly. And he says, and you hold your gun like a sissy girl. And I Jeez. looked up Colonel Newsom because I was like, is this some kind of like reference to something that I don't get? Yeah. But I didn't find anything obvious other than that there are some actual Colonel Newsoms. There and has to be. a Colonel Newsom's aged Kentucky country ham. Oh. That's apparently a big deal. That's probably Kentucky. where they got it from. Just like that, the, yeah, the power like, drills. Exactly. Like that kind yeah. of made me chuckle because I was like, oh, someone probably just came up with this because they like have just had eating ham a sandwich. This Boy, this Captain Newsom ham is so good. Well, it's not like a deli ham. It's like a like an Glazed old ham. country ham, like sliced ham kind of place in Kentucky. But it's big and they ship like, you know, they'll ship, I think, around the U.S. or whatever. Oh, okay. But it's been like uh, uh, Julia Child has, has, it, has had it. <laughs> That's Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> it's similar, though. But close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it made me want a delicious ham, especially because I didn't get one for, for Easter. <laughs> yeah, I do like a good ham. Yeah. 
Uh, so the soldier tells Xander he's got 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then Xander tells Cordelia he still remembers. So they like, you know, they get into the secure area. Right. Um, and Xander tells Cordelia that he still remembers things from being turned into a soldier on Halloween. So that's yeah. fucking handy. That is handy. That's cool. Yeah. So he's like, I know procedure, ordinance, access codes, everything. I know the Jeez. whole layout for this base, and I'm pretty sure I can put together an M16 in 57 seconds. Yeah. He should join like, the military after high school. I think he yeah. would excel. Yeah. Yeah. Cordelia asks him if looking at guns really makes girls want to have sex. And Xander's like, yeah, I guess. And she's like, well, does looking at guns make you want to have sex? And he says, I'm 17. Looking at linoleum makes me want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, then we cut to inside the van. Willow is, you know, sort of like worried about them. And Oz asks if they steal weapons from the army a lot. And she says, well, we don't have cable, so we have to make our own fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then she asks Oz if he wants to make out with her. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So she like looks away and she's like, forget it. And then she's like, I'm sorry. Well, do you? Well, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm like 100%, I would do this. (laughs) Really? You would say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) Well, do you? Well, do you? I gotta know, you know? Yeah. And he says, sometimes when I'm sitting in class, you know, I'm not thinking about class because that would never happen. I think about kissing you and it's like everything stops. It's like freeze frame, willow kissage. He sort of smiles to himself and willow smiles at him waiting expectantly to be kissed and he's like he's like but i'm not going to kiss you um to the casual observer it would appear that you're trying to make your friend xander jealous or even the score or something and that's on the empty side see in my fantasy when i'm kissing you you're kissing me it's okay i can wait and then he sees the window open he says we're up yeah And he gets out of the van and Willow watches him and she's just like smiling like, you know what? Here's a genuinely fucking good guy who is genuinely interested in me. Mm -hmm. And that is a damn good feeling. Yep. Oz making him wait. But for good reason, you know, like he could have easily just been like, yeah, why not? He's smooth. This Oz is smooth. He's the best. (laughs) He's just the best. Yeah teenage dream anyway (laughs) what's not a good feeling pat is finding your uncle murdered in a hotel room which is what happens next to jenny (laughs) not to count chocolate uncle no no one two three times murdered i got (laughs) stabbed four times and also bit (laughs) and also bit (laughs) (laughs) so jenny walks in first followed by buffy and giles and written on the wall over the bed in his blood what does it say, Pat? Do you was remember? Was it good for you? Was it good for you too? Oh, oops, I missed the two. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Giles says that Angel is doing this deliberately, trying to make it harder for Buffy, but she says he's only making it easier that she to knows kill she him. has to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. She talks a big game. Let's see if she can pull through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the factory, the judge declares while, like, he looks like he's wearing a blankie. <laughs> looks like yeah. he's like cold. he's got a snuggie on. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm so cold, I've turned and then blue. He's like, but he's like, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> after my spa snuggie. day. <laughs> I was like, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drusilla kisses Spike and tells, and he tells her to have fun. And Angel says. 
too bad you can't come. We'll be thinking of you. It's mm. like a real fucking smooth jerk, this guy. Oh, this yeah, real greaseball, this guy. Yeah. Then he tells the judge that he looks spiffy. Yeah, and the three spiffy. of them head out, leaving Spike behind. Mm-hmm. In the library, Xander and Oz lift a big crate onto the table. And Xander says, happy birthday, Buffy. I hope you like the color. And as Giles opens the crate with a crowbar, she tells him that they should go to the factory first, but they might not be there. Giles agrees and opens the box, and we cannot see what's inside of it. But Buffy says, What's in the box? What's in the box? It's an arm in a box. (laughs) I don't think so. Nope. Unless the army is very different from what I thought that it was. Right. (laughs) And they are now keeping arms. Right. Well, they do have arms. Actual arms. Not guns. Right. Guns, arms, army. There's there's a lot there, but we're <laughs> just going to move on. <laughs> a lot of puns. Buffy there. says, this is good. <laughs> Jenny <laughs> looks in good. and asks if she can help, but Buffy tells her to get out. And then Giles also says, get out. She said, get out. Yeah. That's what he says Oof. to her. Ooh, oh, I man, like this, Giles. though. I kind of love this. Because you really? know what? I don't like that Jenny's been carrying all the secrets with her, and she's yeah. never given up any bit of this information out of after all they've been through after all they've been through after yeah. everything that she like made giles wait and right. was so upset about him and yep. his dark past i mean right. he did put her life in danger but, but did, now does she she's know about, done that too does she know about her vunkle yet her vunkle yeah what do you mean didn't the vunkle I do, die? we just talked about that scene yeah didn't he die Yes, we just talked about that scene where right, his right. blood she was, was there. used. She was there. Jenny? She saw it? Yes, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> remember how I said Jenny walked in first? Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember now. What's not a good feeling is seeing your uncle dead in a hotel oh, room. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, 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 yep. I remember oh, now. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know about this <clears throat> Tupata with lossless next week. I better take extra be good. good notes. Yeah, take extra good notes. <laughs> yes, so she knows that her uncle is dead. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut that whole section. No, you're not. You better mm-hmm. fucking not, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick Evelyn Bohan. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay. <sighs> we cut to the factory. Buffy and Giles are looking around. But it's deserted, except for Spike, who's hiding and listening, but they don't see him because he's hiding. And they think of where else the judge might go. Somewhere crowded. And Sanders says the bronze is closed. And Cordelia says there aren't many places people would line up to get massacred. And Oz says, uh, guys, if I were going to line up, I know where I'd go. And we cut to the mall. The mall. Yeah. Let's go Love the mall. to the mall today. Let's go shopping at the mall. Boop, 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 boop. That's a real song. Yeah, so was mine. Yeah, mine's better. Is Was yours a real song? Yep. Oh, so was Let's mine. Let's go shopping at the mall. Boop, 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 boop. I don't mine know Mine is from How I Met Your Mother. Mine is from, I have no idea. Paul Blart Mall Cop? Nope. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> it's a, yeah, no idea. Um... Yep, so we knew the mall would be back. <laughs> oh, here it is, yeah. Here it is. Big mall scene. I don't know. It's see, the mall seems smaller in this episode than it did in the previous. 
Well, we're just kind of in like one section of the mall. We're in like the corner of the mall, you know, whatever they could afford for production. Yeah. Yeah. So a bunch of rando vamps open a set of doors and the judge walks in, flanked by Angel and Drusilla. Yeah. And he fire zaps the closest guy to him. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't need contact this time for the guy to blaze up and go poof. Toasts him. The same way Dalton did. Some rando just gets toasted in his trench coat. Roasted and toasted. Roasted and toasted. This guy, and the the look on his face is like, yeah. (laughs) And then he's just kablow. Yeah. Angel tells the vamps to lock the exits, and an elevator dings, and we get a low shot. We've got a lot of really cool low shots, like tilting up in this. Nice hero shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And out comes Buffy, followed by Giles and Xander holding the crate, and then Willow, Cordy, and Oz close behind. Buffy says to the gang, everybody keep back. Damage control only. Take out any lesser vamps if you can. I'll handle the Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that one down. I'll handle yeah. the Smurf. I'll That's handle good. The Smurf. <laughs> yeah. The judge extends his arms and his energy beams through, like connecting everyone in front of him. Yeah, toasting a so, whole bunch of randos. This is big, big zap time. Yeah. Scary. This is a mass murder. Yeah. This is, this guy is no fucking joke. She may call him the Smurf, but he is no small time crook. Yeah. I mean, he seems sort of underutilized this whole episode, but then once you see what he does with the lightning hands, you know, this jazz fingers. Yeah. Jazz fingers. Zap fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he really takes care of business and. But he, I mean, he did have to like, he did say that he had to like build up his energy. So yeah, Mm -hmm. he had to prepare. Um, and then the, uh, yeah, so they all freeze as he starts like zapping their energy. Um, Angel and Drew are loving it. And then he gets hit with an arrow and stops bolt straight to the chest. Yeah. Uh, the camera again, we start low and we pan up the refreshment stand and Buffy is standing on top of the popcorn maker, which made me want popcorn. Well, the camera pushes in too. Yes. Yeah. Um, holding a crossbow while Xander unpacks the crate. And the, when I had to like go back and rewatch this because I was like, is some dude just like continuing to scoop out popcorn like next to her? <laughs> yeah. And I had to go back and I was like, nope, that's Xander. Okay. Oh, it's Xander. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Free um, popcorn. Why not? So then the judge says, you're a fool. No weapon. <laughs> Again, fool. <laughs> yes. So much fool you're calling. You're a fool. You're a fool. You're a fool. You're a fool. Starting fool. to lose its, you know, its, its emphasis, I think. Yeah. He says, no weapon forged can stop me. So Buffy lowers a crossbow and says, that was then. And then Xander hands her the rocket launcher. And she See, says, this is now. Fuck <laughs> yeah. I called it a blue zooka. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like stuff. it. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> people start to clear the F out of that mall or at least out of the way because if the exits are blocked you know you can't get too far but they're clearing out of the way and so do angel and drusilla in a nice slow-mo we get Mm. them like slowly jumping off the i don't know stairs or wherever they are right buffy charges up the rocket launcher and takes aim and the judge goes what's that do what's that and uh (laughs) he finds out finds out real quick yeah Buffy launches a rocket right at him, and he goes kablooey. Kablooey Uncle Louie. Bunch of little pieces. 
Yeah, he he like uh, disintegrates. Yeah, bunch of like rocks yeah. or something. Drusilla wigs out and runs. Right. While Buffy grins and the rest of the gang peers up from the snack stand. Oz yeah. smiling and happy to have found a new super cool group of friends to hang out with that <laughs> yeah. just blast up demons. What a way a to Friday spend a night. night. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy tells him to pick up the pieces and keep them separate, you know, just in case. But um, I, don't think, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to put this one back together. I don't think well, they're going to be able to put Humpty Dumpty Oh, come on. No weapon forged. They said no weapon forged. Yeah. They can put this guy back together. This this weapon was not... You can't forge a bazooka? No. This weapon was not forged. I thought that was just like a... That's what she's saying. Like, that was then. They don't forge weapons anymore. Oh. All right. So he's done? I mean, I guess they do, but... Is he lost to the ether? Yeah. You can make a prediction I thought somebody's going to scoop him up with like a shovel and a broom yeah and then like put them back into they're gonna take the broom into the room like a paint shaker or something and then out pops judge v2 but he's like mm-hmm. baby judge sort of like yeah because they Groot. couldn't get all the pieces yeah and then he's gotta like grow back into full judge which takes yeah, a while they gotta sprinkle him like water right. him every day he's gotta plug himself back in he's like, like an like, iphone I'm preparing You're right previously <laughs> i'll be back soon <laughs> wait what'd you say ever I said, I'll be back soon in a shrill voice. I'll get you my pretties. <laughs> and your little Oz too. <laughs> Aw. No. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Buffy spots Angel making a run for it near the movie theater and goes after him as sprinklers turn on. Uh, Angel kicks her, knocking her down and says, you know what the worst part was? Pretending that I loved you. If I'd have known how easily you've given it, you'd give it up, I wouldn't have even bothered. Yeah. And I was like, don't uh, tough talk Buffy because it just adds fuel to the fire. You yeah. Know? She's going to get even more mad and fired up. Yeah. And that's what she's, she's like, that doesn't work anymore. You're not Angel. And he's right. like, you'd like to think that, wouldn't you? It doesn't matter. The important thing is you made me the man I am today. Oh, boy. And he smiles evilly. Evil. And they start to fight. And then we see Oz pointing out an arm he's like <laughs> this uh, is the best uh arm, arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great. he's like in the know, middle of all the chaos <laughs> yeah uh, just us arm <laughs> yep anybody anybody here yeah, we go right that here was good <laughs> got that banana box yeah angel taunts buffy some more and she slams him into a glass case then throws him against a wall pulls out a stake but she can't do it and angel she can't knows do it, it. Yeah. And he says, you can't do it. You can't kill me. She kicks him real hard in the balls. Ooh. Right. And I was like, at a girl. He collapses in pain and she turns from him and says, as she's walking away, give me time. And every time I see this scene, I'm like, man, I wish I had done that to every asshole I dated. That looks so satisfying. (laughs) Oh, just the bad ones, not the, you know, there are good ones too, but yeah. the bad yeah. ones, I'm like, oof, that looks, that looks like something I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Giles drives Buffy home in his jalopy. And his gently, old jalopy. Yep. That thing is a real hunk of trash. <laughs> I know. I feel like every time I see it, it gets worse. Giles, let's get you in a lease for a Kia or a Geo Prism, whatever they had back then. Yeah. You know? I don't know what they had back then. Okay. 
Um, He gently reminds her that this isn't over, that Angel will keep coming for her. Buffy says he must be so disappointed in her, but he assures her he is not. He says, do you want me to wag my finger at you and tell you you acted rashly? You did, and I can. I know that you loved him, and he has proven more than once that he loved you. You couldn't have known what would happen. The coming months are going to be hard. I suspect on all of us, but if it's guilt you're looking for, Buffy, I'm not your man. All you will get from me is my support and my respect. Oh, so nice. Pulling my eyes out. Giles. So is Buffy. Yeah. I just love this. It's such a good dad moment. (laughs) I love how I'm taking on your squealy Sammy voice when uh, nice things happen now. Yeah, I no, like it too. So Sometimes nice. you just can't. That's you all just you gotta can give do. It. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can do. So eloquent too. He's Ugh. just, he's got a way with words, you know? Yeah. This Giles. Does. All that reading, you know? All that reading. I need to read more. If I want to be more like Giles, I got to start cracking some books, huh? Yeah. If you want to have feelings, you got to... Oh, I don't want those. I just want to be eloquent. Well, that's what Dalton, (laughs) that's what the judge said about Dalton. He reads. He has feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I got to read more. So then we cut to the movie Stowaway, a black and white film playing on TV. Oh, that's what that movie was. Yes. Buffy is sitting on the couch as her mom enters with a mug and two cupcakes. One's got a little birthday candle in it. Yeah. And Joyce asks what Buffy did for her birthday. And Buffy says, I got older. And what? It's a minor note. I don't need to bring it up yet. Continue. No, say it. There's a lot of white in this scene. There's white cupcakes. Yeah. Joyce is wearing all white. Mm -hmm. Buffy's wearing white bottoms. I don't think she's wearing a white top. But still, a lot of white in this scene. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) Oh, okay. Don't know what it means. Don't know what it means. No, I just thought it was a interesting artistic art design choice. Yeah, I noticed it too, and I think was trying to figure out what was being communicated. Maybe like innocence, pure something. Yeah, Buffy's got the shirt, which makes her. Well, this episode is called Innocence. Innocence, right? I know. Yeah. So putting it together, you know. Innocence lost. Right. But I don't know why Joyce is wearing all white. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, So Joyce says, you look the same to me. And she lights the candle and the cupcake and says, happy birthday. I don't have to sing, do I? (laughs) Um, And Buffy says, no. And and Joyce says, well, go on, make a wish. So Buffy stares at the candle for a a long moment and then says, I'll just let it burn. So emo. So that's what I said too. I was like, oh, so emo, but also 100%. I would have been doing that too at 17. When I'm in a bad mood though, that's exactly how I feel. Like, I don't want to do anything. I'll just let it burn. Yeah. Anyway, Joyce reaches up and strokes her daughter's hair and Buffy leans over and rests her head on her mama. And then the song in the movie comes to an end singing, Sleep tight, my love. I don't remember how it goes, so I'm just going to read the lyrics to you. Good night, my love. Remember that you're mine. Remember that you're mine, sweetheart. That part I know. Hmm. And that's how that's how the episode ends. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what an episode. You got any trivia? 
I do. I have a lot of trivia for you. Oh, boy. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts? Nope. I thought this was a good episode. I liked where it went in the mall. You like the rocket launcher? I like the rocket launcher. I like (laughs) the whole thing. (laughs) I like all the interactions with the Scooby gang and Oz, and that was all good. Yeah. Um, Yes, it's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. All right, hit me with trivia. All right, this is Joss Whedon's favorite Buffy episode. Wow. Yep. It's also Christine Sutherland's. She plays Joyce. Oh, wow. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not. I don't know that it's necessary. Like, the trivia that I read said, like, it's Christine Sutherland's favorite episode as a fan. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, more from, less about, like, her acting in it and more just, like, as a fan of the show. This is her favorite episode. Right, yeah. Um, I already told you that this marked the show's um, move from Mondays to Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And this episode, along with Surprise, won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Makeup for for a series. We talked about that. So it's The Judge. Everybody loves The Judge. Yeah. The Emmy people love Um, The Judge. Yes. The woman that Angel kills shortly after losing his soul is... Uh, Sophia Crawford, the stunt double for Sarah Michelle Gellar for the show's first four seasons. This is the only time on the show when her face is shown. Aha. Interesting. Uh, After Angel turns, he is shown with his clotter ring and the heart pointed uh, to his fingertips. Yeah. So pointed out, which is not to his heart, not to his heart. So that means that he's single. He's single and looking to mingle. Open for the taking. Right. Filming had to be halted for 25 minutes after Sarah Michelle Gellar's crying scene in the bed for her to compose herself. Oh, man. Yeah, she really got into it. Yeah. I mean, like, watching that scene, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. She's pulling from a real place, huh? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, During Angel and Buffy's lovemaking scenes, Uh Joss Whedon, um, the sounds are actually Joss Whedon and the sound editor cindy rabideau Ooh. because they were too embarrassed to ask sarah michelle geller and david boreanis to do it it's <laughs> <laughs> interesting um and the rocket launcher was originally going to be a tank but that turned out to be too expensive they couldn't bring it into the mall yeah yeah so i mean what, i think i think what, the rocket Buffy launcher was going is so much to better drive the tank and shoot it I don't know, I guess, but I like the rocket launcher better because it's like... Oh, the rocket launcher is king. Like, I feel like the tank would have just been silly. It would have been silly, yeah, 100%. It would have been like a little bit too silly, whereas the rocket launcher is like, fuck yeah, give me this thing, (laughs) kablam, you know? Like, oh yeah, no weapon forged, fucking... Check this out. Check this shit, bitch. (laughs) Like, (laughs) survive this. (laughs) Yeah. So... Yeah, tank would have been too silly. So this was blue dabba dee dabba die. Yeah, Am I he right? got blue. Yeah, d- up. Right. Yeah. Dabba dee dabba die. I get it. Die. Get it. <laughs> dabba anyway, done. That's Buffy. Cool. That Fun is episode. Innocence. Episode. Yeah, season season two, episode fourteen. Innocence. Okay. Cool. Ready again to lost. Yeah, let's do it. Big episode for Lost this time. This is a season one, episode 23, Exodus part one, 
we're kicking off a three-part episode run, which is Exodus Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Part 2, and Part 3 of the season finale of Season 1, as but, we've said earlier. Oh, right. And I already asked that this didn't air on the same night. So this, this aired, and then a week later, the other two aired. Correct. Yep. Okay. So the original air date for this one is May 18th, 2005. And like I said, it's titled Exodus Part 1. It's written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and directed by Jack Bender. So, your predictions. So, I predicted that the backstory would be Walt. In a way, you were right. Yeah. So, yeah, when this when it opened, I was like, I'm fucking called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also said that hatch getting opened, but mm-hmm. I didn't say I didn't really you said specify in the when. Near future. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't necessarily, yeah, I just said that it's that it's getting open because Walt was like, don't open that hatch, Mr. Locke. And I'm like, oh, that hatch is getting open. <laughs> it's getting opened. Um, yep. And I also said that Tom is not the only man that Kate killed. I believe that she killed another man and he deserved it. And I had some theories about, you know, it also being like a stepfather or something like that. But okay, yeah. But in like previous episodes, her first flashback, I said that Kate killed a man who probably deserved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I reiterated that last episode. Cool. So this episode opens with a flashback of Walt in a hotel room looking out the window and turning yep. on Power Rangers. And who do we see as a Power Ranger? Pink Ranger. Pink Ranger, right away. It's like Pink Ranger. We've talked about her a few times at least. <laughs> yeah. Amy Jo um, Johnson. Yeah, Although- Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> At this point, it probably wasn't Amy Jo Johnson anymore because this would have been, I mean, if this was, this was right when, yeah, I mean, because this obviously happened right before well, the, I don't think they it got was, on the plane. It could so, have been a, a rerun, you know? They used to play the reruns I don't a lot. think it was, though, because based on the <laughs> You costumes, are such a Power Rangers fan. You're a fanatic. <laughs> Why did you pick Power Rangers? Power Rangers. <laughs> what? Why didn't I? Yeah, oh, you like, should have picked Power Rangers for your show. <laughs> so the Pink Ranger a does a flip and then kicks the furry guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I just know that there were a lot of costume changes because I remember like being really into the original Power Rangers yeah, and then they changed are. it and they had different <laughs> actors and different costumes and I was like, this isn't the fucking Power Rangers. Oh, and like, right. You know, they did change it. They like it. went all like mech and like different. Yeah, yeah, so this is this is not the OG Power Rangers. Oh, okay, not so the So that OG. wasn't Amy Jo Johnson, <laughs> okay. most likely. I don't know. Maybe she was in the second one, right. but I don't think she was. Okay, good Now note. I got to fact check it. <laughs> so... um we find out it's early in the morning and Michael tells him to turn it down because he's trying to sleep. Walt starts pushing back and he turns it up even louder. And then he starts fighting with Walt and Michael are fighting together. And Walt grabs Vincent and he runs out into the hallways of the hotel saying, you're not my father. And then we cut to back on the island. Walt wakes up and he walks away into the edge of the jungle to take a whiz. And he sees <laughs> he sees Rousseau kind of stalking around on the peripheral. And she's got a rifle and she's so, slowly just sort of walking around the campsite. And then they lock eyes together. And then Walt runs to Michael, waking everyone up. And they all notice Rousseau and recognize her as the French chick. 
Yeah, and, and I first, when she was like still in the shadows a little bit, I thought um, that she maybe had blood on her. Oh. But then she walked into the sun and, and I was like, oh, I guess that's just... She's just kind of dirty. She's like warm. Yeah, she's dirty. <laughs> yeah. But it looked like she had blood on her. Right. Just shadows, perhaps, yeah. or dirt. Yeah. Yep. But Rousseau sees Claire's baby, and then Saeed says, Daniel, what are you doing? Rousseau just says, the others are coming. And then, boom, lost title. <gasps> oh, boy. This is oh. not good. What an opening. Yeah. So back to Rousseau holding court to all the survivors on the beach. <laughs> she says, and I, I had to just copy this down from the transcript because uh, it's all good stuff. It's a lot of exposition. So I think yeah, you we never have to it. explain that to me. I okay. do that all the time with Buffy. I have to. <laughs> There's so much dialogue that's important. It's true. Or fun. <laughs> she says, our ship went aground on this island 16 years ago. There were six of us, my team, six. At that time, I was already seven months pregnant. I delivered the infant myself. The baby and I were together for only one week when I saw black smoke, a pillar of black smoke, five kilometers inland. That night, they came. They came and took her, Alex. They took my baby. And now, they're coming again. They're coming for all of you. And then Jack asks her, who's coming? And Danielle says, the others. You have only three choices. Run, hide, or die. Yikes. Yikes. She is intense. Intense. This girl be intense. At least she's got Mm -hmm. a rifle. So Jack asks Michael what he needs to get the raft done, and he explains what needs to be done, and he says- Well, before we get there, though, I- Yeah. She- So, you know, there's like a few times where she's talking, and like, you know, we kind of look over to Claire holding her baby. Right. And- She's pretty The implication is that- this baby they want that be baby. next. <laughs> they want that baby. <laughs> Which I was like, I had said something about this too, about this like some kind of baby worshiping Satan cult or they're sacrificing the baby yeah. or something. So, you know. Didn't you say the baby's baby going to come out monster? as a demon baby or something? I didn't know what was going on, <laughs> but something <laughs> was going to happen with that baby. Yeah. I said, I'm pretty sure the last... Thing that I said about it was that the cult, the others want the baby either to worship it or to, you know, like feed it to something, Ugh. to give it as like a sacrifice to something that oh, they like worship. Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. White Walkers. Right. Yeah. Okay. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Cold dude. Demon. Demon. Chill. No, Jill, the one who. The one who gave all the babies. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't remember. I can't remember his name either. Anyways. Not a good dude. Michael says he needs manpower to finish the raft, so Jack employs a bunch of other survivors to help launch this raft, and they all start to work together and push the raft down the beach on logs to the water line. that raft is a fucking beast. It is a big raft. They should have built it a little closer, but I know like tides and stuff, you know? Yeah, but you like- want it to go out. They talk about a raft, and I'm like, and I know we saw the other one and it burned down, but like, you know, I hear raft and I think like- <laughs> You picture a dinghy? Yeah, yeah. like castaway- Right. Or like... A few logs you know, and a, and a t-shirt waker. as a sail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're not going to get far with that. So. Right, with four people on it. Yeah, but yeah. this thing is like... Yeah. This thing is it's legit. It's a good-sized raft. Yeah. Yeah, Great. and as they're Great. moving the raft into the water, all I could think of was we've got... Um, we have this woodshed that Dave built last summer, and um, 
we wanted to like move it next to the fence um, that separates us and our neighbor with the dog that barks all the time. Mm-hmm. But they told that they, they told us that they were getting a new fence, so we waited to move it. And now they have the new fence up, so we can move it. And but it's like so heavy that Dave was like, I don't know how we're gonna move this thing. Logs. <laughs> yeah, and as I'm watching this, I'm like. Phew. This there is we it. go. Here, yeah. this is how we just need some bamboo, some logs, and like thirteen like, survivors and yeah, a dog. I mean, well, you know, the our we'll probably be fine with like four dudes. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> it's okay. not quite as intense as that raft, but yeah, they all start pushing the raft down to the water, and the raft jerks, and something snaps, and they all begin to argue and blame each other. When Walt points out something in the distance, everyone turns to look and sees a billowing black smoke off in the distance and it reminds me of when they choose a new pope oh yeah did you see that movie the last the last the two popes two no the two po- that, oh you should see that is it funny it's sounds Netflix. like it would be funny it's not funny well there's some funny parts it's not funny though it's like oh. a it's like a drama about when they chose the last pope oh yeah but yeah like when they choose a pope they do black smoke when they haven't chosen yet, when they don't mm-hmm. have one, and then they do white smoke when they finally choose a pope. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, they haven't chosen a baby to be in yet. <laughs> to be a pope yet. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack and Saeed talk with Rousseau, who's messing with her gun. She's sort of like prepping it or something. And Jack says, how many of them are there? And Danielle says, I told you all I know. And Saeed says, there has to be more to tell us. How did you know this would be you in this situation? Because you would be badgering Danielle for even more information, as oh, you've yeah, always as said. Oh, yeah, Saeed. Yeah. You're like, come on, you got to know more. Tell me more. More, yeah. more, more, more. Tell that, me more. You. Tell me more. Like, <laughs> how many are there? You're laying on do your do stomach. Do do. <laughs> with your chin do on do your do fists. Do 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 <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, do they have some guns? Do up. Do up. What is up with that monster? (laughs) (laughs) So she says, uh, you have a bigger problem. I can vanish into the jungle, but I'm just one person. You have 40 people. Where will you hide them? And then we cut to Hurley seeing the hatch for the first time. And he says, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hurley. (laughs) Hurley. Russo approaches the hatch and touches it while asking, what is this? And Jack responds, we were hoping you could tell us. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that she's never seen it before. She's never seen it? Well, you know, it could be hidden. It seemed like she was kind of like, she didn't do a whole lot of exploring, you know? Yeah, I guess she's kind of locked down. Found a place to like set up and just. Yeah, I think she's afraid of a lot of the island. So I think she kind of stayed in one location. I don't know, though. Like, she's not, she didn't seem to be afraid of the dino monster. I think she's used to it whatever's yeah. happening there yeah yeah but i yeah. guess you're right she who knows probably didn't do a lot of exploring she just hunkered down hunkered down in a little uh torture shack yeah so hurley torture shack baby torture shack hurley's looking at the hatch from the outside and he goes uh question how do we know we can all fit in here and fit in there <laughs> which is a good good thing to ask good question yeah Locke says no handle on the outside means there must be another way in. Another entrance means space. And Saeed says, this is a mistake. We don't know anything about these others. We're reacting with no information, no intelligence. This hatch might even be theirs. Black smoke on the horizon doesn't mean they're... And Danielle says, it means they're coming. 
Yeah, but I'm with Saeed, and I've said this before. Just leave it alone? That hatch probably belongs to the people who are sacrificing babies to the dino monster. (sighs) Possibly. I don't know. What if they're really nice people? I don't know. Why wouldn't they have let them in? Maybe they're cautious. I don't know. Who knows? Hatch people. So Locke says, you booby-trapped your shelter with explosives. You have any more? And Danielle says, dynamite at the Black Rock in the Dark Territory. Hmm. And then Hurley says, well, that's three reasons to go right there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then Danielle says, if we're to make it back by sunset, we have to leave within the hour. Flashback to Jack at an airport bar. So this is the first time we flashback to other people. Oh, Jack flashback. Jumping Jack Jack flashback. Woo. In a in the same episode, we're flashing back to different people now. Holy Hello. Bananas. Holy moly. <laughs> so then we flash back to Jack in an airport bar. A woman who's played by Michelle Rodriguez sidles up next to Jack at the bar and he asks about why he in? was yelling. What, what else is she in? She's in uh, Fast and the Furious. She's oh, also. Yeah, because you know I've seen all of those. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know you're a huge fan. You're a fasty. Yeah. Um, She's also in uh, Avatar, James Cameron movie, The Blue People. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. She's in a bunch of other things, too. It's just not coming to my mind oh, right okay. now. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because she looked familiar. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she's well known, you know? So she sidles up to Jack, and she uh, asks about why he's yelling at the ticket counter lady. Then she reveals that she knows about his dad, and she asks how he died. And they continue to talk, and she asks if he's married. He says that he's not. They kind of, you he know, says have a little not married chit-chat. anymore. Anymore, right? Yeah. So there's a little chit chat. She find she uh she reveals that her name is Anna Lucia, and he asks where she's sitting on the plane. She says forty two F. And he's in twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three yeah. forty two are special numbers. They sure are. Good good uh, good catch on that. Yeah, I'm a detective. Yep. But I was like, 42, is that the back of the plane? I think I'm feeling it is. 42. Because <laughs> yeah. she, um, she says it in a way that's like, well, I'm way back in 42, you know? Yeah. Just the way she, she says she it. She says, no, she says it's in the back of the plane. Oh, she okay. says it's Well, there you go. Where... That's where I got it from. <laughs> oh, God, Pat. <laughs> she Ew. says she's in the seats right above um, where the wheels drop down. Right. Right under your feet. Yeah. And she's like, and I don't like flying. So, you know, right. this is a great time for me, basically. Then as she departs, they say that they'll have a drink on the plane together. And then she says, and the worst part is over about like his dad dying. Yeah. Yeah. So back on the island, Jack gives everyone a little speech. He says, look, I know you're all scared. I know everybody has a lot of questions. All I can tell you right now is that we do have a plan. We've got to go into the jungle and get some supplies. We'll be back in a few hours. <sighs> in the meantime, do everything you can to help Michael get the raft on the water. And after that, go to the caves. We'll be back as soon as Head we can. Head for the hills. I promise. Go to the caves. Run to the caves. And I'm like, a lot of people going to die today. Yeah? A <laughs> lot of so? people going to die today. <laughs> Try Maybe to not to today, caves. but definitely going to lose some extras. Yeah, maybe. Going to lose some of these randos. Perhaps. Perhaps. So as everyone disperses, our buddy, Arts, shows up. Yeah, Arts <laughs> <And he> re- <laughs> farts. 
arts farts and he reveals that hurley has leaky bucketed about the plan to blow up the hatch and says unless you want to blow up i'm coming with you wait isn't it it's arst 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 yeah. arst yeah. it's very hard to say a-r-z-t he right as he clarifies it. later on in the episode yeah arst yeah. so arst. it's arst arst so we cut to Sawyer and Jen working together, and they, uh, of course, are bickering about fixing fixing the raft. And then Sawyer asks if he can help, and they basically sort of walk past him and, and ignore him. And he's like, what the hell? Wait. <laughs> what? I think I missed something. What happened with Arst? <laughs> he says, unless you want to blow up, I'm coming with you. After he talks to Jack about the dynamite. Oh, yeah, but he also says... Um, cause Jack is kind of like looking at him like, how the fuck does this guy know? And he says, you want to keep a secret? Don't tell the fat guy. Right, right. That's what I <laughs> said. Hurley. Hurley has leaky bucketed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe I missed that part. Yeah. You missed it. Okay. I was Welcome too, to the club. I was too busy saying <laughs> ours farts. Ours farts. Yeah. Your brain was in <laughs> fart land. <laughs> you know. Yep. And uh, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Walter White? Come on. <laughs> so then we flash back to Sawyer. Another flashback. Hey, yo, three flashbacks, he, no he, waiting. He's in an Australian police station, and a detective questions Sawyer about a fight he had earlier in the week where he headbutted some dude. So now and, we know why he was in the police station when mm-hmm. Boone was in the police station right. in Boone's flashback, and we saw Sawyer being brought in. Yep. And then he reveals that he knows that his real name is James Ford, a con artist, and that he's being deported. Yep. Because he, yep. he says, you're not even worth what it would cost us to incarcerate you. Right. We're sending you back. And what's funny is Australia was, used to be a place where like the colonies would just house their prisoners. Right. They just and, throw everybody there. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now they're being got... so choosy and they're like, get out of our nice country. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a bunch of felons escaping there to, yeah. to Australia. We've got That's Sawyer. True. we got Kate, Jack's yep. dad, technically. If yeah, he was I guess ever you're right. Tried, you know, like yep. all these all these felons flock into Australia. Flock into the outback. Flock of felons. Flock of felons. Um, ba, 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 ba. so uh, we cut back to Sawyer hacking some bamboo while shirtless. Crossover. Mm. <laughs> shirtless <laughs> men. <laughs> shirtless men. Crossover. Jack approaches and says, "Lumberjack." Guessing at his previous occupation before the island, Jack gives Sawyer a gun, and Sawyer says that this is probably the last time that they'll see each other, and Jack says, good luck, Sawyer, and Jack begins to walk away when Sawyer stops him to tell the story about meeting his father, Christian, at the bar. So yeah. I have some of it written down, but nice. only like the second half here. So halfway oh, through, he great. says, see, kids are like dogs. You knock them around enough. They'll think that they did something to deserve it. Anyway, I ran down too. there's a payphone in the bar and this Wait, guy, Christian. stop. What? I got to say something about this quote, okay? All right. It's very sad. <laughs> it is very sad. And I was watching it and Appa was curled up next to me. So I paused and I gave him some kisses and a head scratch and belly rub. Because <laughs> he's like your boy. Well, also he says like kids are like dogs. You knock them around oh, enough, right. they okay. think that they'll done something to deserve it. Yeah, and I don't, was like, <laughs> don't knock your dog around. No, I would never. Well, I would never do that. I just 
got emotional because Appa is a rescue. And I don't know what happened before. Who rescued who, Appa? Who rescued who? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I gave him some scritches. Continuing on, he says, and this guy, Christian, tells me he wishes he had the stones to pick up the phone, call his kid, tell him he's sorry, and he's a better doctor than he'll ever be. He's proud and he loves him. I had Mm. to take off, but something tells me he never got around to making that call. Small world, huh? Jack is sort of looking away. Oh, he's emotional. emotional. Very emotional. This was very nice for Sawyer to do. Good moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, flashback to the marshal who's checking five guns with TSS. So we got another flashback. Another flashback to Kate. Kate's next to him. Oh, my God. TSA agent goes through their belongings, including the little toy plane. Mm -hmm. And this grease ball, the marshal- Starts spouting off a whole bunch of recap exposition, which we've already seen in previous flashbacks, but also revealing that she left all the money from the bank robbery robbery, and took the plane only. And, well, they also revealed, so he he said that, he revealed that it's been a few years since Tom was shot. Mm -hmm. So that's new, because, like, when we saw that- We didn't know the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was like, oh, this probably happened, and then she went to Australia. You know what I right. mean? Like, so it that wasn't was, right after. A couple of years had lapsed. So it was a couple of years. Um, yeah. And we also know that she shot the guy that she did the bank robbery with. Right. So he doesn't necessarily say that he killed her. I think he just said he put a, put a bullet in him. Right. If she did, in fact, kill him then I was right that she killed a guy who deserved it because that guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. So she explodes on him and tries beating him up and he elbows her in the face and says, that's why I need five guns. I'm like, yeah, really? That's why? Like what are you going to hold him? You're going to hold him with five arms? Yeah. What? Come on. Yeah. Idiot. You're going to stick two in the back of your pants, hold two, and then have one in your ankle? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, could be like uh, the like gun lady. lady. Yeah, that lady, that cop lady from that one episode. Yeah, well, she Buffy. had guns in all kinds of places. She I don't had five know about. guns. Yeah, she had yeah. at least three guns. Yeah. So yeah, but he like again, he deserved he deserved it because she, you know, he was like goading her and being a real oh, dick yeah. about about the plane and about her getting Tom killed. And... Oh, he needed more than an elbow in the face. He needed oh, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. this got a real grease ball. Got that in. Yeah. So back on the island, Kate approaches Jack and asks if she can help. Jack says, you won't be here for the raft launching. And Kate says, yeah, well, I'm not very good at goodbyes. And he tells her to grab her stuff. So he knows what's up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Then we get a shot of black smoke and Charlie is near the raft. He's collecting messages to put in a bottle. Hurley gives him a message so and he cute. says, don't look don't at it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he says, dude, don't look at it. Because Charlie kind of grabs it and like starts looking at it a little. Yeah. He's Charlie. like, don't look at it. Charlie. <laughs> Serious Charlie. Troublemaker. Jack says goodbye Trixie to Michael Hobbit. and Walt and that we'll see you soon. And he shakes Jin's hand and he says, good luck. And then Something Kate's, bad's going to happen to that raft, Pat. You think so? I don't like it. I, I do not know. like this. I don't know. Kate searches around looking for Sawyer off in the distance. But Charlie hasn't seen him when she asks him. 
And the music here, the music throughout this whole episode is so great, so tense. Mm. Oh, yeah. great strings. It's just really tugging on the emotions and it's just tense, you yeah. know? Did I say tense? I think it's you tense. Did. It is okay. tense. All right. I just want to make sure you were reading me. I am reading you loud you and read clear. You read me? Yeah. Okay. Say 10-4. Over ten and four. out. Say 10-4. 10-4, good buddy. All right. Roger that. Moving on. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Rousseau, Locke, Jack, Kate, Hurley, and Arzd. Arzd? I can't Arzd. say his name. Arzd. Arzd. Yeah. Trek up the coast, and they stop on some rocks, and Rousseau takes off her overshirt, revealing some scratches on her arm. Mm-hmm. And Locke says, where'd you get the scratches? And Danielle says, a bush. And Locke says, mean bush. Yeah, you can't lie to Uncle Locke like that, Russo. Yeah, Uncle Locke knows knows the score. He knows animal scratches when he sees them. You think it's animal? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh or people. Mm, don't know. Or demon or dinosaur. Yeah, but something, something living. Not that something. a bush isn't living, but it's something that's got claws <laughs> or paws or fingers. Okay, something. Mm-hmm. Hurley talks to Arts and decides he wants to call him by his first name. Yeah, because then... he's like, sorry, man, your your name's hard to pronounce. Yeah, it is. I'm with you, Hurley. Yeah, I'd be like, like, what's your first name? But he knows it. He says, I think Leslie is a bitchin' name. <laughs> yeah. And Ar- um, well, and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, 20, 29th graders can do it or 7th graders or right. whatever level he teaches. Yeah. Arst. And Arst is like, no, 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 you, you call me by my last name. So the group comes uh, to some cloth hanging in a tree, and Rousseau says something in French, and Jack translates, the dark territory. Yeah, so Jack speaks French now, excuse of me? Of course he does. What the fuck? He's the man with many talents. Ugh. He can play piano. He can uh, he can uh, translate French. He can mm-hmm. fix a wound, do surgery. He can amputate. But one thing he can't do? Jack can't track. Jack can't track. <laughs> Jack can scramble real good, but Jack cannot track. So good mm-hmm. thing he's got a tracking team with him on this expedition. Am I right? <laughs> oh, so, come on, Jack. After he says the dark territory, Rousseau then says the black rock is close. She says the black rock is not far. This is where it all began, where my team got infected. We're montand. Montand? 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 I forget how she pronounced it. Montand lost his arm. We must move quickly. And Art says- Montand lost his hand. Lost his hand and his arm. A lot of, ooh, a lot of missing arms, huh? Crossover. Mm. Arm. Art (laughs) says, you know what? I'm going back. And Jack says, hey, I thought you wanted to help. And Art says, yeah, I wanted to help. And that was before Montand lost his freaking arm. (laughs) Yeah, so- Ours took one look at that flag and got out of there first. Oh, first. <laughs> got out yeah. of there first. 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 It works. It works. Yeah, Just he was a, He was before a first responder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're the worst. Yeah, I know. Oh. So Jack says, well, what about the dynamite? And Art says, just be very careful with it. (laughs) 
So then we I'm cut still to the trying raft. To think of more. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, know. I just can't come up. With I just had to abandon it. It was yeah. going to take too long. So we cut to the raft. Sawyer delivers a perfectly cut and measured bamboo piece. Trunk piece. Limb shoot. Oh shoot. shoot. Oh shoot. I have no idea. We cut back to the group. No, it's the it's the um mast. It's like a mast? No, the ba- uh, No, I think I you're right. I don't know ship stuff. It's Hold the on. thing it's the thing that the uh sail goes up, right? Mast. That's ship. a mast. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm right about yeah, that. Look at that. You're the real okay. master and commander. Yo. Hey, yo. I know what a jib boon is. <gasps> boon. Boon. Gin boon? Oh. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Something, something to that. Stern, sun. Mm. Farz. Bow. Boar. <laughs> 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 We're making all the connections. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Poop we cut, deck. The, cut back. <laughs> get off of Wikipedia about sailing. I'm not. We're never going to get past this just section. Just know that that's a part. <laughs> and it's fun because it's poop. Farts decked. Anyways. <laughs> Farts deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poop's always funny. We cut back to the expedition team who walk through the jungle, which is raining now very hard. Oh, and you love it. I love the rain. You're so pumped. Give me all the rain. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, finally, more rain. Crossover. Crossover. They hear some frantic gasping and yelping. Oh, boy. This is a weird noise. It's like, yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Something I was like, that. like, is this hyenas? What's happening? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But they all stop and they search for what the noise is until Arst comes scrambling out yelling as we hear scary roar horn noise fucking dino monster yeah is back and you know what was crazy about this pat Mm. i was watching this episode while i was eating dino nuggets of course you were (laughs) how appropriate how apropos yeah uh can you make the noise that the noise was in the in the show. Okay, that's not bad. Something like that. Yeah, there's a roar, but there's also like a horn. It's like, Previously on so, <laughs> so you roar and I'll do the horn, okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, so splice yeah. those together. I think that's it. I think we hey, nailed it. you want a little gravy with that? <laughs> not now, Ted. We're in the middle of a tense scene. <laughs> So then we cut to commercial, and then we're back from commercial, and Arts <laughs> yells, run, as they continue to run, as thrashing and roaring continues. Danielle thrash, leads- roar, thrash, <laughs> Leads some of them, thank you for the sound effects. Danielle leads some of them into a thicket, because we know thicket's always a safe place to oh, hide yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah, bamboo thicket. Mm, it's the place to be. Mm-hmm. As Can't the loud find a stopping, ditch. get in a thicket. Get in a thicket. That's a t-shirt. Loud stopping continues into another direction. Kate asks, what was that thing? And Danielle says, it's a security system. And Jack says, security system? What does that mean? Danielle says, its purpose is that of any security systems to protect something. And Kate says, protect what? And Danielle says, the island. And Kate and 
Jack look at each other like, this bitch crazy. Right. And if you were there, you would ask more questions. You'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean it's protecting the island? What is it? Yeah. Why is it protecting the island? Stop what talking is on the in island riddles. that needs to be protected? Right. And then you, I would you say You would be some in a fight with French. her real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know some French? Je parle un peu français. You're like, parlez-vous me some more Informations. Answers. Yeah. Barbecue. Barbecue? You know what that means? Yeah. It's like chicken wings and <laughs> ribs. And you put yeah, it on Yeah, but do you know grill. where it comes from? Get ready Same. for this, Pat. Okay. All right. <laughs> Barb is mustache. Okay. And Q, C U L in French is ass. So it comes from <laughs> Where is when this going? You, <laughs> when when <sighs> you would put a uh pig on a spit. Yeah. You put the pole in through its barb mustache oh and it comes out of the ass and that's barb- what barbecue A-Q. comes from yes oh yes, my it is. god i'm never gonna yes, eat barbecue the same mustache so. and ass that's what we we're saying when we say oh barbecue <laughs> hey uh you want a little mustache ass for <laughs> can lunch I, can oh, I, interest I love you it in some mustache and ass anyways nope but that's well where today i learned yeah Thank you're you welcome that. that is good stuff <laughs> So then Two we, um, queer, Pat. What'd you call me? <laughs> I called you a leather seal. <laughs> okay, I'm all for it. Cut back to the beach. Angel's Shannon, a leather seal, if you know what I mean. Shan, what? Oh, oh yeah, he's a real leather seal. Smooth. <laughs> Cut back to the beach. <laughs> Shannon is folding clothes. Walt asks why, and Shannon says because I'm anal. And then Walt gives her Vincent, and he says Vincent took care of me when my mom died. He's a good listener. You can talk to him about Boone if you want. And Shannon is so touched. Oh, nice. And she says, well, only until we get rescued, okay? As he gives her the leash of Vincent. No. So nice. So nice. Flashback to Shannon at the flight gate. Saeed asks her. flashback. Yeah, Saeed just comes out of nowhere, and he says, uh, can you watch my bag for me for a second? And then Boone shows up, and they start to bicker. And, and she's, they, like, preoccupied. She's, like, reading a magazine. She's like, yeah, yeah sure, whatever. She's re- reading her Vogue or Cosmo, you know? And they go up an escalator, and Shannon says... Crossover. Crossover. She says, oh, you want to play? I'll get you thrown off this flight. And Boone says, yeah, how are you going to do that? Shannon says, I can do whatever I want. I could tell them. And Boone says, tell them what? Who's going to well, believe hold you? On. So bef- as as this is happening, I'm I'm typing out in my notes. Good thing yeah. Shannon is so self-absorbed or she would have rang some bells about a Middle Eastern man leaving his bag next to her. <laughs> I know. And you're like, well, okay. And then. <laughs> Never mind. And then she says, I can do whatever I want. I could tell them. And then Boone says, tell them what? Who's going to believe you? You're not even capable of. And she says, you have no idea what I'm capable of. And then she approaches a security officer saying, some Arab guy just left his bags and walked away, which sends the security guy off running in a panic. And she turns to Boone. She says, how's that? Yeah. So then I'm like, (laughs) literally when I finished typing that, she says that. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Bitch. (laughs) And I said. And she never told Saeed she did that. Yeah. Cut back to the beach. Saeed gives Sawyer and crew some supplies, including a radar emitter, a radio transmitter, 
and a flare gun with one flare. Then we cut to Rousseau and crew walking through the jungle. Rousseau announces that they're here at the Black Rock. And the camera pans around to reveal an old ship in the middle of the jungle with the words, the Black Rock, on the back of the ship. Oh, shit. Now here's a mast. Oh, ship. Now here's a mast. (laughs) The ship's got a mast. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice one. So <laughs> I just ship my pants. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Flashback to the airport. Sun brings a tray of food and coffee to Jin. So we got at, five what is this? Five, six flashbacks? How many are so we? We're at? up there. Oh my god. I lost count. I stopped counting. I don't oh, know how to well, count I'm... past three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't say that to me, Lyle. <laughs> don't say that to me, Lyle. So we had Walt, Jack, Kate. Sawyer. Sawyer. Wait, Sawyer? Yeah. Yeah, Sawyer with the detective. Yeah. Yep. Um Shannon Son. Yeah. So we're yeah. up to six. Okay. Holy so, shit. An American couple look on and the wife proclaims, If you ever catch me doing anything like that for me, shoot or for you, shoot me. What a fucking bitch. And the husband, without even really looking up, he says, don't knock it. Their divorce rate's 20 times lower than ours. Yeah, bitch. And then son <laughs> spills the coffee on Jin, who <laughs> oh, leaves Jin. to wash up. <laughs> and then uh, the lady says, my God, it's memoirs of a geisha come to life. And then he's like, hey, volume. And she says, relax. They don't even speak English. Yeah. Boy. And I was like, excuse me? What is this fucking redheaded bitch mouthing off about? (laughs) She don't know anything. Unbelievable. Damn. We cut to Sun, who's teaching Jin some English words, including starboard. Yeah. You know, she could have really used your uh, Wikipedia article here. She could (laughs) have. Poop deck would have come up. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so she made him like a little translation notebook yeah and she spelled out the words phonetically in mm-hmm. korean yeah it's so nice it's so nice and then this scene <laughs> this gets scene. real emotional because oh. jin becomes emotional and says i'm sorry and this is all in korean and sun says i am too and then sun tells him he doesn't have to go And Jin says, no, you don't understand, son. I'm in this place because I'm being punished. I made you suffer. You don't deserve any of this. I have to go because I'm going to save you. Stay with Jack. He'll keep you safe. And they hug and they cry. And And son says, who will keep you safe? safe? And then they say, I love you. And they kiss. (gasps) Oh. He's going to die. Yeah. Well, what? I don't know. What? What? Pat, did you just fucking leaky bucket again, you son of a bitch? I didn't leaky bucket anything. I honestly don't know. God, you fucking leaky bunny. Bunny. You leaky bunny. I'm a leaky bunny. (laughs) Hopping around, telling people secrets. Fucking leaky bucket. But while they're kissing, I was like, boy, real. They were both real sun kissed. Am I right? You can't pun your way out of this one. I can't. Nope. There's no getting out of this one. (laughs) I honest, that's not a leaky bucket, and you'll see. You'll see. So he doesn't die then. Don't know. You'll see. You are just digging so much deeper. 
Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see. Maybe that was the last uh, flashback we'll ever get of them. I don't oh know. Oh, God. <laughs> Who knows? It wasn't even a flashback. <laughs> so then, after the emotional scene with those two, we cut to a montage, nice ending lost montage, of the survivors saying final goodbyes over swelling music. Walt hugs Shannon. Charlie gives Sawyer the bottle of messages. Sawyer looks off into the distance, but there is no Kate. They all push the raft into the water. Splash. And As Sawyer, there's no Rose. Where the hell is Rose? You know what's funny? Amy said the same thing. She goes, where's that Rose? Thank Sammy, you. Sammy brings her up every once in a while, and we haven't seen Rose in a very long time. No. It's like she's off thinking about Bernard. Yeah, but know? like literally everybody is here. Come on, Rose. Well, you know, she's got her own thing going, you know? So... Sawyer, Jin, Michael, and Walt are on board, and they all begin to wave goodbye as the boat goes off into the water. Then Vincent the dog jumps in after them and tries making it to the raft. I know. He's so swimming sad. after Walt. It's so Walt, sad. <laughs> Walt starts yelling at Vincent to turn back, which Vincent listens, and he turns around and starts yeah. swimming back. Oh, But he has so to tell sad. him a few times. He just yeah, he's got to like really yell at him. So no oh dog God, i can't handle this episode it's what if that much. was appa swimming after the raft and you had to yell at appa to well swim he back? would drown <laughs> he just, just drown. <laughs> <laughs> he would just keep trying he's too he's too he's too, <laughs> too heavy he's like a lead, lead weight yeah because his legs are so small and no little baby legs you know he can't he can't do that yeah <laughs> so they uh, they raise the sail and they all celebrate as they begin to sail off into the distance on the water. And then Sun makes eyes with Jin, and then we get a high up but shot. But if it was Appa, just to answer your question, I <laughs> yes. would never leave him behind. You wouldn't. No, well, he's he would pretty come compact. With me. You know, yeah. you could fit him into. Could, yeah, he would come with me. Yeah, he'd be like a purse dog on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then after we see the raft sailing off in the distance, we get a quick shot of black smoke and then boom lost title and that's our episode that's exodus part one holy shit Woo! that was a packed episode lots of flashbacks a lot of stuff happening very tense it's a real thrill ride yeah all right you got any final thoughts or you want some trivia something bad's gonna happen to that raft okay interesting lots of a lot of people gonna die a lot of people lot or just of people, four people? A lot of people are going to die in the next two episodes, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be like a Game of Thrones thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's some trivia. The scene of Vincent swimming out to follow the raft was not planned in the script, and it was thought of on the day of filming by the director, Jack Bender. Yeah, that was Jack that was, Bender. Good yeah. move, buddy. Good move. That, that, that I mean, really... If nothing else tugged at our heartstrings, that did. Yeah. I mean, we already had the musical montage, so I was already there, like, emotionally, you know? Yeah. Because that, you know, that always works. But adding the dog, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Walt is watching Power Rangers at 5.23 a.m. 23. It's a number thing. It is a number thing. Okay. We already uh, talked about Ana Lucia's seat being 42F. 
Jack mm -hmm. seed is 23B, both numbers. Then we got a reference to, let's see if you can figure it out. Michael angrily says to Jin, no, 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 no. This one goes there. That one goes there. Do you know what that's a reference to? How would I ever possibly know what that's a reference to, Pat? <laughs> it's Star Wars. This is what Han Solo tells Chewbacca in The Empire Strikes Back as they okay. repaired the Millennium Falcon. Come on. You got to know this. This is great stuff. But, like, that's so nonspecific. <laughs> so, in, in uh, another piece of trivia here, we find out that the mean couple, the mean American couple who are talking about Sun and Jin at the airport. We find out their names are Gina and Jeff. And when they notice Sun spilling the coffee and Sun jumps up to help him, Gina remarks that it's Memoirs of a Geisha come to life. Do you know Memoirs of a Geisha? Yes, it was a book and then a movie. Yep, you got it. Nailed it. The book came out in 1997, and it was written by Arthur Golden, and then it was adapted to a movie in 2005. We actually just watched it recently. Yeah, was it good. good? I've never seen it. It's pretty good. I liked it better the first time I watched it, but I have some problems with it this past time that I watched it. Some problems? Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what. don't want to ruin it. Oh, okay. Here's a fun one. Only one third of the Black Rock was built. The rest was CGI. Interesting. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hmm. I thought it was pretty believable looking. Yeah. I really wanted Jack Sparrow to jump out of it. In this episode, it is said that Leslie's last name is Arzt. Arzt is the German word for physician or doctor. In the previous episode, he mentions that his character, in fact, has a doctor title because he's a science teacher. But he doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a doctor, but he is. Oh, so he's true. got a PhD. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. The husband of the rude woman in Sun and Jin's flashback scene says that Korea's divorce rate is 20 times lower than that of the U.S. He's close to accurate, with only slight variations since 2004 when the episode aired. South Korea's divorce rate has been 2%, while the U.S. suffers from 50% divorce rate. It's funny that it says suffers. Wow. It suffers from a 50% divorce yeah, rate. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of those could be really good. Yeah, some like of them could just be like, you know what, we were married, good but reasons right maybe not good reasons but it was a good move <laughs> right they could be uh amicable there we go amicable <laughs> even if they're not amicable sometimes they are necessary yeah i mean right. i have known plenty of people who've gone through divorces that were not amicable but were 100 percent necessary right so yeah okay yeah. so that's all the trivia i got well yeah. pat what was your favorite moment of buffy uh, favorite moment of Buffy is probably when Oz says, uh, arm. <laughs> that or, or when she, uh, when Buffy blows up the guy. Yeah. With the bazooka. That was cool. The whole section rocks. Yeah, it Rockets. does. I definitely thought that you were going to say the, uh, you know, Xander breaking into the army. Thing. Nah. Nope. That was all right. Yeah. Something I want to do, but not my favorite part of this episode. Yeah. Mine is a tie between Buffy using the rocket launcher and mm -hmm. Giles telling her that he supports her when they're in the car. Yep. Like okay. badass moment and a nice, gentle, loving moment. Nice. Okay. What's your favorite moment of Lost? This episode was really high intensity, so I don't Ooh. know. Yeah. Um, but I think 
I'm going to have to do another tie between Sawyer telling Jack about his dad and um, Jin and Son making up. Yeah. I got to go with... um, I got to go with uh, when they're in the rain looking for the black rock. Yep. And then this uh, dinosaur monster thing, whatever it may be, comes tromping along. Yeah. And makes that noise that we perfected earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't need to repeat because you already heard it earlier. Yeah. Okay. Which episode wins? This is a tough one. I'm going lost. I'm giving it a tie. Yeah? You're yeah. going tie? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Do I need to make a prediction? Yeah. <laughs> We're there already? Yes, um, we are. Let's see. I'm going to say that the blue demon guy, the judge, mm-hmm. is not coming back by the way you reacted to me saying that they might put him back together. So he's lost to the ether. Bye-bye, Judge. And I'm going to predict that Angel's going to stay a meanie for a while, and he'll come back to regular Angel at the end of the season. Okay. All right. What's your prediction? Uh, And Lost, I think that we're going to keep getting multiple backstories for the next okay. two episodes. Mm-hmm. And something bad is going to happen with that raft. Okay. Not everyone on it is going to make it back alive if they ever do make it back to the island. All right. That's my prediction. Okay, good. Now, do you have one thing that you can talk about that you listened, watched, or read? Yes. I want to recommend Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) Oh, come on. You've been watching this the again? The show, not the movie. Yeah, because I, I convinced one of my friends to watch it for the first time, and and then she got obsessed with it, so then, of course, I had to keep, you know, I had yeah. to watch it. It's such an awesome movie. What a great no, you movie bastard. by M. Night not Shyamalan, the 2005. Not the movie. It's the show, so good. The anime, Nickelodeon. Wait, 2005? When did it come out? 2010? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't but what remember. sucks is on Netflix, it puts it in the collection yeah. So it has the original anime, and then it has the Legend of Korra mm-hmm. continuation, and, and the then movie. it puts the movie in with like the Avatar collection, and Dave and I are like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the movie. Okay. The show is amazing. And so you're rewatching I that, really huh? wish that you would watch it. I watched a lot of it with my son. Yeah. He likes it a lot. I thought it was fine. I it's just, just you know, so good. There's so I, I didn't much need good to come back stuff to in it. it. There's yeah. so much good, like... Answer ab- me this. Is ableism? there a hatch? Is there a hatch? No, but there's so much Is better a than a hatch. Rock? Black there's smoke? There's strong female characters. There's strong elderly characters. There's strong... Ooh, I do like old people. Yep. you. That's why you would love it. There's so many <laughs> awesome old people in it. Yeah. And no, I saw enough. I get, I get it. You yeah. know, there's like a blind girl who's like one of the most badass characters yeah. in a show ever, and she's blind, mm-hmm. and it's great. Yeah. And Good stuff. I'll check it out someday, maybe when I have grandkids. It has yeah. so many good lessons in it. Yeah. And there's Appa. And there's Appa, the flying bison. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, okay. Well, I'll talk about one thing that we watched that uh, I <laughs> I uh, thought it was something else, 
Mm-hmm. We watched a movie called Secretary from 2002 with James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh. Yeah, I did not know what this movie was. <laughs> I, got I haven't hoodwinked. seen it. I haven't you know seen it's it, about? But, I, but I know what it's about, yeah. Yeah, so basically, Fifty Shades of Grey ripped this off, whatever is going on here. I think this is a tamed down version of what Fifty Shades is. Mm-hmm. But Because uh, you yeah. have read Fifty Shades and you know. No, oh, no, no, I'm just aware movies. of it. <laughs> no, I don't have all the movies. Yes, you do. I've I been on your account. Them. I have one of them, and that's Amy's. You okay? have all of them, and you okay. watch them all the time. All right. Just like you watch Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, all the time. No, you I've never it. seen it. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> I truly, honestly, Even have Stevens. never seen it. Yeah, me too. I've never seen the Fifty Shades thing either. Yeah, but I don't own it, so. Yeah, well. But no. I actually do want to watch it out of curiosity. I read See? the books. Yeah. So, so this is about a secretary who works for James Spader, who's like this so, important lawyer. Uh-huh. And his name is actually Mr. Gray. What? Yeah. It's like a whole thing. I was like, how is this not like a lawsuit? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I thought it was a comedy of sorts or something. I don't know what I was thinking. And uh, this is oh, what- Oh, yeah, because uh, that came out in 2002. Right. Yep. Yeah, that I, definitely feels like it should. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. So I can't recommend it because the movie's just bonkers weird and strange. And uh, yeah. That I makes me want to watch it. <laughs> you might you might like it. I don't yeah. know if you'll like it. I think you're just going to be like, what the heck? So if you want to know what I'm talking about, go ahead. It's on HBO. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So maybe it should be called... Sexcretary? <laughs> Sexcretary? It's good stuff. Yeah. Should we end this thing? Should we end the misery? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. So, as always, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Amazon, Spotify, Google, Stitchers, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars. Somebody rated us five stars this weekend. I got so happy. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, whoever rated us five stars, please tell your you friends rock. to rate us. Yeah, you are the best. You're awesome. We love you. We'll send you a pencil. And leave us nice reviews. And what else, Sammy? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickstreamPod. And you know what? Tell us what your favorite moments are of each episode. We want to hear yeah. from you, you know? Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Tell us your favorite. We wanna, yeah. We want to know what you're Disagree? loving. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch Secretary and think it's just as weird as I did? Right. Let me know. Let us know. So send us emails. But, you know, if you're going to send us spoilers, just mark it with spoiler or LB for leaky bucket. Don't be a leaky bucket. Yeah. Don't well, be a Hurley. Be. Yeah. Or unless you tell us that you're going to do that. Um, and send those emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. You know what I realized last episode? What? As I was editing, we didn't say our tagline in the outro. Well, that's because we said it earlier. Yeah. Because we were talking about our significant others and how they... They help us to understand things while we're watching the show. Right. So thank goblins we said that. (gasps) Thank goblins. (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs) It's worked. Yay. (laughs) Sammy's wheels. So always remember that streaming Streaming 
is better, better with, with friends. You see that? I did a little scale for Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Thank you. Wow. I should be on American Idol. Oh my God. Oh my like, God. Yes, you should. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah. See you next week for, for Double Lost. Double Lost. A Tupata Lost. Boy, I'm going to lose my voice. Yeah. You mm. probably will. And you'll right, probably we'll lose your up. place. And I'll probably going to be a double banger episode. You. And you will. Yeah. Carry me. Thank through. you so much for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.